Welcome to Middle Class Film Class Podcast. My name is Joseph. I am Peter. I'm Tyler. And this week, the Wheel of Destiny landed on my pick, Man of Steel. Once there was a civilization. What the heck? Much like ours. <laughs> is but this with a greater original? intelligence. <laughs> oh, and a greater capacity for good. Yes. Outdid himself on this one. <laughs> that world was destroyed. <laughs> but there was one survivor. Henry Cavill. His name Christopher is Kal-El. Oh. He will call himself Clark Kent. <laughs> but the world will know him as Superman. <laughs> Superman human Spider. The movie. The human the albino spider. spider, if you will. Superman the movie. We're watching and did I watch the wrong one? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, you did not. Okay, Uh, unless you watched the original 1978 Superman movie starring starring Christopher Reeve. Hold on, pull it, pull it, put it on pause. (laughs) I need to go back. (laughs) Um, So yeah, we watched Man of Steel this week, a movie that I enjoy and is the best Superman movie ever. Okay, all right. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Middle Class Film Class Podcast. Uh, We did it. <laughs> um, so I, w- yeah. I withhold my opinion until later. Okay, so yeah, so I enjoy this movie. This movie got a lot of uh, even after you watched it, it. This movie got a lot of hate. <laughs> I enjoyed it even after I watched it. Um, for some reason, I'm not sure why. I mean, maybe I can understand from a comic book uh, perspective that you would like it or not like it. Um, but uh, just from a movie perspective, as a, as its own. Um, I think it's the best Superman movie of all time so far. Um, But let's continue uh, into... (laughs) I love it. Now's the time for dab and chatter. Right. (laughs) Uh, I got some news. Cool. Okay. I got a couple of of fun stories. Um, First one is uh, Franco-related. Dave Franco is slated to play Rob Van Winkle, (laughs) a.k.a. Vanilla Ice, in the Vanilla Ice uh, biopic. Uh, Uh, The one movie we've been waiting for. Yes, (laughs) that humanity has been clamoring for. Um, (laughs) The the title now is going to be called To the Extreme, and I have a side-by-side shot to show our co-hosts here of... I saw Dave Franco next to. Wait, is that Morrissey or Dave Franco? <laughs> <laughs> I think Morrissey should play Dave. Uh, I Vanilla Ice. <laughs> good call. Um, but I, I, I thought I think that's going to be kind of fun. Um, should be interesting. Yeah, at least at the very least it'll be interesting because I think he has the look. Yeah, he's good and he's uh, charismatic. Yeah, you know, if you yeah. saw, it. he's got the eyebrows. Do you guys see? Do you guys see? Um, what was that one with? Um, where they they're like frat guys and Zac Efron and. Next, next neighbor. door neighbor, oh, neighbors or something. Yeah, ne- neighbors? the next just yeah, neighbors. neighbors. Yeah, I with uh, I think Seth Rogen is in it. Seth yeah. Rogen and uh, Olivia Wilde. No, no it's not, um, um, not Olivia Wilde. Um, it's the chick from uh, what's her name? Rose Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne. Yeah, yeah. Rose Byrne. And uh, the, his his character plays a frat frat bro that has the ability to turn on and off his erection on command, <laughs> <laughs> which is a great character arc. Um. <laughs> well, you know, funny story about Olivia Wilde that we mentioned it. I cleaned her parents' ski house 
Is that a euphemism for something? No, it isn't a <laughs> euphemism. It's actually reality. <laughs> I, 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 she had a ton of Tron memorabilia. There was actually a Tron snowboard in her uh, garage. It, it, well, not her garage, but her parents' garage. And, uh, you know... This I is, actually went through her <laughs> photo albums. This is exciting. Yeah, yeah, no. So, uh, ex- oh no, it's bad. It's, yeah, it's not bad. I, I, I exclu- this is just because I accidentally said Olivia Wilde. Yeah. That, that is exactly <laughs> it. First so, the day I uh, ever uh, knew who uh, Olivia Wilde was. <laughs> <laughs> so exclusive. I went through her family photo albums because oh I, I, this I, is I, a felony. I don't know if you should I, be saying this. It's not a felony, <laughs> and, and, and I can't say this because I have the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but anyways. <laughs> It's a legal defense. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, my, my defendant had the benefit of the doubt. This case is closed. I I vacuumed her room. <laughs> and that's all I got to okay. say. And, and so well, for my next my next story is uh, movie and video game related, Ooh. which we have a little bit of crossover in the show. Um, we talked about PS4, the PS5 release, and also Comic Con the last couple weeks. Mm. Um, uh, but yeah, the, the abysmal Comic Con, Uncharted, is getting its own movie, and it's been through. It's rumored. It's been a while. It, there's been seven different directors attached to this project. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> seven? Yeah. Oh my god! And, and wow. They, they finally, they finally landed, um, and it's uh, the director will be Ruben Fleischer of Zombie Lamb and Venom. Boo. <laughs> Um, and you guys want to guess who's going to play uh, Nathan Drake? Nathan Zach Fillion. Efron. Nathan Fillion. He's too old. Nathan Zach Fillion. Efron. It's, uh, no. no. Zach Efron's eyes are too blue. Zach Braff. Too old. Too Macintosh. No, it's, it's, uh, and I will say this. It's going to be a young Nathan Drake before he becomes a world-renowned. So it's like a prequel. Kind of, yeah. Prequel to the first game? Yes. Who, so young actors, like, like late teens, early 20s. Like in real, in mm-hmm. IRL? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like Indiana Jones. Timothy Chalamet. Uh, young Indiana Jones. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet broke his ankle the first cliff he has to jump off of. <laughs> Guy's made of like vanilla wafers. I mean, I can think of Nathan Fillion is, is, he's the, is the perfect yeah, he's candidate the, for yeah. Nathan Drake. 20, 20 years ago, he would be. He would yeah. be God it. damn it. 20 years ago. Nathan, Nathan Lane. <laughs> Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane? <laughs> no, where are you getting this from? Because they're all named Nathan. Nathan Fillion, Nathan Drake, <laughs> Nathan Lane. Well, well so who Nathan is it? Nathan Drake. Drake Nathan Bell. For, Nathan Drake, for you. Drake Bell. Robert uh, Pattinson. No, Drake Bell. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I don't know. I like this. That would be a good one, actually. I like this actor. I don't know if he's the right pick for it, but Tom Holland. Ugh. Tom huh. Holland. As a young Ugh. Nathan Drake. Young Nathan can, Drake. No. Yeah. No. I can I can see it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I. I didn't get the like the warm and fuzzy feeling when I first heard it. I didn't imagine a British actor. Is he British? Yeah. Tom well, Holland. Yeah. I what it, I, I it, isn't Tom Holland? Isn't the kid that plays uh from uh he's Spider Man? Spider Man Homecoming. He, he's Spider. No he's, way he's British. He's British. I've heard him talking. He doesn't sound British. <laughs> I've heard him talking in Spider Man. No, in <laughs> interviews when he spoils Spider Man. <laughs> he's British. Oh, okay. Okay, well, so I, I, I do not, I, I, I detest Tom Holland. As a, okay, wait, why? You don't he, like Tom Holland? He, he's so no. good. He's the best Spider-Man since, no, since hey. Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Uh, well, Tobey Maguire's always going to be the best Spider-Man for me, but I don't like Tom Holland because I think he overacts. He overacts in every every Spider-Man role he's in. <laughs> the uh, the with, three Spider-Man <laughs> roles he's been in. Have you have you seen actually four? Uh, uh, Avengers: five. Infinity War. Yes. No, I haven't seen it. 
Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> what? What? No. Terrible what? how he is. No. No, I like I liked him as Spider Man. I saw, no. I saw Spider Man. Ho- Spider Man Homecoming, Homecoming is is, is a great movie. Ugh. Well, hey, well, I respect your uh, opinions, <laughs> uh, but uh, you, uh, you it has an incredible twist. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, uh, I'm I'm done. I just wanted the two small news. Tom stories. Holland as a young Nathan Drake. I think it, I'm excited for that. I I'll can, watch it. I can see it. He Ugh. doesn't have quite the complexion. Yeah, no, nah, he's not as a swarthy. He's not manly. He's, a, no, he's, he's no Harrison Ford. He's supposed a to be a simple child. child. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Right, so, why, don't you, why don't you give us your uh, okay. nine, nine news story? <laughs> no. So, um, Wait, what? How dare you? You're watching this on your free time? Uh, We're just going to assume that you're going to be mad about this. How dare you say that? that. You're, you're mad about Spider-Man or Tom Holland. For Avatar. What? What? already dissuaded all ages. You're watching it too? Uh, it's entertaining. Why don't you give us a little bit of your rage, Tyler? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, no rage from me. Well, uh, maybe there Just is. For Tom I, uh, the, the Tom Holland has, has already got me triggered. But so I found out that Constantine is having a new film coming out with Keanu Reeves. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. And he meets Jesus Christ himself. Oh, who plays Jesus? Well, I don't know. They, they don't say. Who Peter Stormare? Plays, <laughs> he plays Jesus and the devil. <laughs> good. That'd be good stunt casting. So anyway, so uh, Constantine is getting a it's, sequel. It's putty. <laughs> and uh, apparently, uh, I, I died for your sins. apparently, <laughs> apparently, they're going with the 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 Deadpool hard R oh, cool. um, uh, movie type, which it has been very. Well, Constantine was R, I think. Well, it was, a, but super hard R. It, it, no. it was R, but it was R for a superficial. General, general audience. Yeah, are. yeah. It wasn't just it, for the it, themes of the movie. Yeah. What, what, if they it, had, what if they had John Turturro <laughs> reprise his role as the Jesus <laughs> oh, from Big Lebowski? <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. So uh, anyway, so uh, Constantine is getting a sequel where in which uh, Keanu Reeves meets Jesus. Uh, it, it's going to be a grand old time. Uh, it's going to be <laughs> as violent as possible. Um, because of the success of uh, Deadpool, that that that's kind of what they're banking on is is that they're like, oh well, so Deadpool in Disney can do a hard R. Why not do Constantine? Constantine in Disney? Yeah, it, it's going to be great. I am very excited the for it. The first Constantine was released in like two thousand and that was like oh three or something. Yeah, it, it was two thousand six, two thousand eight. Yeah, it, it was it was years ago, but so they're <laughs> they're finally coming back to Constantine, which is going to be a, a wonderful. Who asked time. for this? I will I will say, um, uh, Constantine for me was a lightning in a bottle movie. Our favorite phrase on the show. Oh, that's true. It, had, it, it, it was. was. It had Tilda Swinton as a as a genderless angel. Oh, had, that's uh, right. Shia LaBeouf as his sidekick. They, oh, they yeah. Sm- that's right. LaBeouf was in there. there. When he gets slammed he gets against the ceiling, ceiling yep. in the ground. Yeah, it's got crazy. It's got the son of Jesus carrying a knife across the the, the entire country. It's so... It, 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 I love Constantine because it was... It Isn't was, Rachel Weisz in it? Yeah, Rachel Weisz. It, it was so just... Like it, it was cutting above what movies should be with the religious factor. It was like early superhero kind of movie, but without 
really being a superhero. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and so, uh, no, that's, that's cool. I think we're all on board. Let's yeah. All, and yeah. I love, let's watch it together. It, well, whenever it, it's released. Well, yeah, maybe. Well, first we gotta get, we gotta watch Bill and Ted three. Oh, and then we gotta watch Constantine. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little. I'm a little. I'm a little cautious about. Bill I and Ted am 3. cautious too, as well. Like I don't know if Bill and Ted Three is gonna work, but <laughs> I've been surprised before. Uh, so, anyways, uh, so uh, uh, Pete, you took my uh, news story of Dave Franco being Vanilla Ice, and hold on a second. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have to go with only two news stories. And I do have a, a, a discussion oh, after okay. this. So um, <laughs> the, the, the second one is from the famous Collider website. Oh, my God. Boo. It, no, we're not booing it. We're trying to get a sponsorship from Collider. No, God damn like, it. Not Collider. Not Collider. Ah, they're, we they're, want Stamps.com, damn it. Or Pluto TV, if you will. <laughs> um, so uh, Tron Legacy. You guys Have you guys seen that film? The one with Jeff Bridges? Yes. And, oh, uh, I, mean, I mean, they both. I mean, And the, Olivia the, Wilde. Yeah, the new one. Is a babe in that movie. I love Olivia Wilde in that movie. She looks excited. I can't totally. remember if I've seen that movie. I know. <laughs> That's not a good sign either. I've seen a part of that movie. Uh, well, I've definitely uh, seen the trailer. That, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I, 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 you guys are familiar with it. So but, what, what about it? So you're familiar with the soundtrack from Daft Punk. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so um, I play the Daft Punk uh, Tron Legacy soundtrack pretty frequently um, when I'm driving. Uh, it's a good driving oh, cool. uh, album. Daft Punk. Daft Punk is legit. Yawn at this. This isn't <laughs> boring. It, it, come on. And so uh, there is a history with the Daft Punk uh, uh, relationship with Disney. So Disney thought that Daft Punk could not be the orchestrators of the soundtrack of the movie. So what Disney did with the Daft Punk. Uh, a duo was okay. So, uh, interview with the major uh, orchestrators in the LA area. So they went to Hans Zimmerman. They went to John. <laughs> Wait, Hans you, Zimmer. What? Okay. Uh, well. Yeah, you're right. I am, I guess. Uh, so Hans Zimmer, John Williams, John, like all the John Williamsman, <laughs> John Williamson. <laughs> and so they they went to all of these, uh, you know, big name orchestrators. And then they came back to the uh, director and they're like, actually, I think we can do this ourselves. And so Daft Punk. Yeah, Daft okay. Punk. They 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 went. They interviewed all of these uh, major orchestrators, and that they were just like, ah, no, uh, we don't need them. No, yeah, we don't need them. <laughs> we can do this on, on our own. Okay. And so uh, the story of so the Tron remake or sequel, if you will, is not. Wait, is there another Tron movie? Well, no, there's not another oh, Tron okay. movie. I just mean like, so there's Tron from the 80s and then there's Tron Legacy. Yeah. It's not that great, but the soundtrack is dynamite. And I, that's the best thing about the movie. And so I thought mm -hmm. it was really interesting to 
see the story of how the soundtrack was made because it was yeah. totally punk rock. They 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 go to all these industry uh, uh, orchestrators and they're just like, yeah, Com- no, fuck you. Like we're Compo- gonna composer. That's the word you're looking for. Composer. Okay. All right, composers. <laughs> what, what have you? Uh, they 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 go to I all. A, I have a message for Daft Punk. Believe in yourself. And that's we believe it. in you. Everyone here likes Daft Punk. Just believe in yourself. Well, and I. I what? what? We you don't, don't like Daft Punk? Daft Punk hasn't really done it for me. Yeah, well, that, that doesn't matter. It's more of anyway, the It's more of the story rather than the subject they're, matter. They're about 98 gex short for Joseph. <laughs> actually, you know what? Daft Punk is actually just 100 gex before 100 gex was 100 gex. <laughs> So I just thought it was interesting that they 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 went to all these. I've never seen a hundred gecks and Daft Punk in the same room. <laughs> That's true. We'll never know if they're not if they're not them or Imagine Dragons. It could be. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Well, that's well, cool. that's let's, exciting. Let's not bring in Imagine a Dragons right. in, in Imaginative inside. Dragons. Uh, yeah. Well, now I got now I got to watch Strong Legacy because I I dig Daft Punk. They're Wait, they're it, my top tier. It, it's just more so. It's insane. you could just listen to the soundtrack. That's a good story. It, it's interesting that they, yeah, they went to all of these composers, and then at the end of the day, <laughs> they right. went to di- they went to Bob Iger himself, and uh, these two French uh, electronic uh, composers. They were just like, "Nah, we can do it ourselves." And <laughs> and uh, what's more interesting too is that How when how long have we been on this rock? Well, hold on, <laughs> uh, they they. They were writing music as they were filming. So when they would complete a track for a segment of the film, they would play it while they were filming the film. Like it was, you it was know that, insane. Uh, um, Hans Zimmer composed the soundtrack for Interstellar before there was a movie made. That's awesome. He just, that, that, he, that's so Christopher awesome. Christopher Nolan gave Hans Zimmer the script for the movie. Or maybe he just gave him the theme of the movie. The theme and the ideas. The, yeah, and then he composed the soundtrack for it. That, first, the, first of all, he's like, hold on, let me go buy an organ. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then we'll make this uh, soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> so it was essentially the same thing, though, is that, you it's know. the Daft exact Fra- opposite, Tyler. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's literally the opposite. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Okay, so. Uh, it's a good that, story. Let's that, move that, on, though. That, yeah, that's all I have. And then Dave Franco playing Vanilla Ice, which. It, 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 it. Vanilla Ice. I've always no one, wondered. No about one asked for a biopic <laughs> of a Vanilla Ice. Like I don't know where this is coming from. Okay. So uh, unless he's getting choked out by a uh, uh, Suge Knight on the balcony. Upset. I want to see that scene. I want to see that scene in that movie. I want to see Vanilla <laughs> Ice. Ten bucks. Being it'll be in there. Choked out. Over a balcony, just like Over how de- Michael Jackson was <laughs> Wait, choking out his baby on a balcony. Vanilla Ice wasn't on death row. No, I'm he sure wasn't. They, I'm sure they were in uh, no, he, similar circles, though. There, there's a lot more context, but anyway. Let's not get so, into that, please. I, and uh, one more, one more thing, Tyler. Oh. Jesus Christ! One more thing. What do you want? Uh, I guess it's no. Nothing. Go ahead, just do it. No, just- no, it's nothing. Uh, Joseph, get to it. <laughs> What's well, your just, movie now news? Now, sure, you, yes. now you have to say so. Okay, just just say that. Just do it. Okay. Well, uh, I was think I, I was thinking more about the the. the what kind no. of mood lighting we want on our, when we watch our movies? No, it was more <laughs> so just like the 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 state movie theater thing. But <laughs> the, I I don't want to get into it because I already went too long into it. So uh, the state movie theaters. <laughs> All right, give us your pitch. 
I still stand behind <laughs> government-sponsored movie theaters. Okay, so what's why? Give us more reasons why. Because you just the, want to bring it up again? Yeah, I just want to bring it up dip again. back into the well. It, okay, yeah, we I, agree. Yeah, well, so I, I, I had a funny bit for it, but I, I, <laughs> I, not anymore. So uh, let, let's move past on to the communist things that I... I I am so passionate about. It. So Joseph, uh, do okay. you, you do you have any? I'm sure it's Nolan related. I have to know. Well, I didn't, and then I did. Okay. Oh no, it is. Well, uh, well, we I think we all are aware that Nolan's I'm aware Nolan's movie Tenet uh, has been pushed back twice. Yeah, at twice. least at least, at least, twice, yeah, at least twice. twice. The last release date was going to be in the middle of August, August twelfth, I believe, and now it's going to be postponed indefinitely. Yeah. Um. So there is no release date. Well, isn't it supposed think, to come out in Europe like in August or something? I mean, because those lucky bastards. If, they, the, if it comes out in Europe, I'm gonna just. Go fly to Europe and <laughs> we should all Although do it. That's, no, a, that's nobody, a field. That's a field trip, right? Nobody there. in the world is allowing Americans to travel there. That's true. Oh, that's we true. can stow it, stow away in the uh, <laughs> landing gear like uh, Ian Holm does in the Fifth Element. Or we yeah. could do a we could do a or, Dark Knight or, or um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in uh, Commando. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Or Dave Chappelle in um, um, in his real life. What's what's the one air was it? Con Air. Oh. Is Dave Chappelle in Con Air? Yeah, he gets killed by the landing gear. I <laughs> no that. way. I didn't even notice that. Spoilers. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's just like uh, just really depressing. I bet he's going to, he is going to, I mentioned it very briefly in one of the last stories. You think stories. Dave Chappelle is going to be in Tenet and no. die? No, no, no. That's what he mentioned. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. <laughs> that's no, not a part of the no, contract, I, though. I was going to say, I think that eventually they're going to push it back far enough that he's just going to release it on July 21st next year or, oh, or yeah. whatever. When it's, when it's the when palindrome. It's the end, yeah, the palindrome <laughs> again. He'll just change it till that day. Oh, God. So it's a sad state of affairs we're living in here. I know. So many movies that are supposed to be released in theaters. Black that, Widow, Mulan. The Green Knight. The Green Knight. Oh, yeah. Wonder Woman 1945. Wonder Woman 1945. Yeah. Um, but my actual news story other than that was I come, I stumbled upon this news story a few weeks ago and forgot to mention it. Um, studio Ghibli, um, known for their, uh, Ghibli, uh, Ghibli, Ghibli, potato, potato, tomato, tomato, (laughs) um, pajama, pajama is known for their 2d animated masterpieces, spirit away, princess Mononoke, my neighbor Totoro, um, and some other really good movies. Have I told you guys that like every time I hear a Studio Ghibli a Ghibli. song, or it's Ghibli, Ghibli, it's, is it really Ghibli? I don't know. Well, anyways, <laughs> so I every time that I hear like My Neighbor Totoro or Spirited Away, like if I hear those songs, I go into tears. The, I don't the know music. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know why it is. Okay. I don't so, know why it is. Yes, the music from those movies are very good, and now. Every movie so far from Studio Ghibli slash Ghibli has been 2D <laughs> animated, and now they're gearing up to release their first CG movie. Mm, interesting. Oh. And, Come on, Tyler. And it's no, that, default, that, default to happy for once. <laughs> and it's it's an, it looks like it. They've only released stills so far, and it looks like it. 
It's it's an interesting style they're going for. Can I see? You got a picture? Here's is, is this, it shell shaded? Oh, that's interesting. Let me see this. Here's a frame. Oh, kinda, that looks like a like 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 toys. And it's, almost. I think it's the son of Hayao Miyazaki who is um, directing this movie. That's cool. Which is based on a novel called. Um, it's an adaptation of Diana Wynne Jones' novel *Earwig and the Witch*. Earwig and the Witch. Earwig. Oh, Earwig and the Witch. Earwig and the Witch. Earwig and the Angry Inch. Yeah. Well, and for <laughs> listeners, I, I, uh, earwigs are my favorite insects. And uh, ironically, and it is supposed to be. Um, it won't play in theaters, but it will be released on air in Japan only. Oh, that's awesome! This winter. Um, That's awesome. And as far as I know, there's no uh, word on an international release. No, they don't need one. Um, but um, his son, Goro. Hayazo, Hayao Miyazaki's son, his name is Goro. That's awesome. Miyazaki. And he has four arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the albino spider. Yeah. Um <laughs> And I think he is the one that is working on this. That's cool. Um, so yeah, that's that, that will be interesting whenever we get to see it. They're uh, stepping into the future of CGI, yeah. the world of 3D. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're playing it really close to the chest, though. Too like they're the, like they know that they're famous for their 2D animation, and yes. so. They're like they're dipping their part toe. Of, well, part of it is that it's the storytelling that they get right. Yeah, you know, I mean, the animation itself is very good, but if the animation sucked in Pixar movies, but the story was the same, it'd still be a damn good movie. Sure, that's the difference sure. between DreamWorks and Pixar is that they have master master <laughs> level <laughs> storytellers. Yeah, and in DreamWorks they have uh, ogres and donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> and if you go back and watch Toy Story One, it is. The graphics do not hold up. No. What a shame that Shrek Shrek is such a cultural icon, but it's so just like I watched, uh, I watched it when it, I watched it when it first came out, and it was yes, so great. Yeah, it's sure. still it's still great. Yeah, but it's not Pixar. No, no, no it, it's not culturally it, relevant. It's the Golden Globes where yeah, I, I would where say Pix, Pixar is the Oscars. I would say it's very culturally relevant. Still, Shrek. Yeah, it is. Well, uh, yeah, but in a way that the creators didn't want it. Doesn't to matter be. what they uh, intended. We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that, I, that may come up a little bit later in the I show. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, I, was, I think we're done with news stories. I think it's time to transition into streaming, streaming picks. Streaming picks. Okay, I got a couple. Let me get into my I list. Always here. forget about the streaming picks. <laughs> you have some, don't you? <clears throat> I have one. Okay, good. Right. I have one. Okay, so my first streaming pick is what I would consider a classic of my generation, streaming on Netflix, DirecTV, Fubo from 1990, starring... <laughs> Fubo, give us a check! Starring uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, our former governor in California. This is Total Recall. Wow! Oh, yes. Give these people air! Give them air! Um, directed by Paul Verhoeven, most famously directed Starship Troopers, and secondly, most famously directed uh, RoboCop, starring Red Foreman. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Also, uh, Hollow Man, the one with uh, Kevin, Kevin Bacon, the most <laughs> yeah, beloved Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. <laughs> Who's been mentioned on the show before. Um, so, Total Recall is the story of, um, what's his name? Doug, Doug Quaid. 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 I'm not Quaid, you idiot. 
Um, and he's basically he's a, a, a dude who's banging Sharon Stone, and I never had quite saw the appeal of Sharon Stone until I rewatched this movie as an adult. Basic Instinct. Uh, no, I I, 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 I believe I've seen most of that movie, but I can't remember it. But uh, watching this watching this movie again as an adult, it really made me have a great appreciation for Sharon Stone. Ah, she's a robo babe. She's a robo babe. Yeah, she's a, yeah she's a fembot for sure. But um, no, it's uh, he, he basically in this world in the um, somewhat distant future. Um, Mars is colonized and there's like a political uprising on Mars and yeah. they supposedly they found artifacts of like the Martian culture and there's a big government cover up and there's a faction on Mars of like these rebels that are trying to fight them. And I mean, the story is what it is. It's a sci-fi adventure movie. Um, but the idea of Total Recall is that you can, you can have these dreams or memories implanted in your head to take a quote unquote vacation without ever having to leave uh, your this uh, doctor's office yeah. and they plant these memories of you being a secret agent or a playboy or just yourself on, yeah. you know, skiing in the Alps or, you know, being a millionaire and being the president of the United States or going to Mars. And Quaid keeps um, fantasizing in his dreams about going to Mars and he keeps seeing the same person. He can't figure it out. It's a recurring dream. Uh-huh. And he goes there and something happens and he becomes unwired a la Manchurian candidate. And um, you're never quite sure if he is remembering a reality or he's actually in the simulation. Mm. And uh, the campiness of a Paul Verhoeven movie from 1990 is... Uh, is that when I was made? 1990. 1990. Wow, I thought it was 80s. Yeah, absolutely. 100% holds up. Well, It's so good. So yeah. Get I, ready for a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 wanted, I, I almost wanted to pull the two weeks... Two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, quote from, from this for the show. <laughs> But um, anyways, it's uh, it's worth a watch. It's got um, it's got Michael Ironside also from Starship Troopers. It's got the guy that plays um, uh, AC Schrader from um, ASAC Schrader. ASAC Schrader from uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Hank. Yeah, Howard <laughs> Dean. No, Howard Dean. This <laughs> politician. And I What's want Hank Beard. Yeah, Schrader Brow. I, want, I, I Brow. want Schrader Brow. He, he's in it. You wouldn't recognize him. He's a mutant, and his face is completely. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, but it's a it movie holds up. Um, Quado it comes from this. <laughs> oh Quato. yeah, Quado. The girl with three boobs comes from this. Three uh, boobs. What, then, a, what a what a what a what a. Um, <laughs> did anybody fantasy. see the uh, Total Call remake? Uh, I was just gonna say they uh, they, they no. did a they did one with um, Colin Farrell. Colin, Colin Farrell, and I want to say two thousand and. 16 or something and it wasn't bad it wasn't bad it wasn't bad i watched it it was interesting yeah it was good i mean sci-fi movies is it an actual remake yes like yes it's it's not like shot for shot or the exact same plot but it's pretty damn close oh okay and it was good i enjoyed it it was good kind of reminded me a little bit of elysium mixed with uh uh, i was curious the the new blade runner Hmm. so oh okay yeah all right so that's so that's that's, i I need to Check that remake out. Then. The remake, yeah, the remake's cool. It's got a good cyberpunk feel to it. Oh. Um, but uh, so my next streaming pick is not a traditional pick, and oh. we um, we mentioned it briefly a little bit just a second ago. Just a second ago, but <laughs> this is um, this is on YouTube, free for everyone. This is called Shrek Retold by. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no are you serious that's, yes that's the streaming that's pick the streaming shrek pick. retold yeah do you know anything about this time oh well i i started watching it with you guys oh, okay. oh yeah, I was yeah. a, you were there that's yeah right, for the first oh, time oh that's awesome you had us in the first time so oh so what that's this, so cool what this is listeners is a fan sourced 100 different artists animators live action whatever cardboard cutout retelling <laughs> of the original shrek movie it's so good this came out it came out a year ago it's got five million views on on youtube and it should have like 10 times that it's so it's so great yeah um it one in one scene it might be very crudely animated cgi a, that looks like it was someone's like first pass you know <laughs> Their it's first. like every scene it, every scene is yeah, like, like it, constructed from another person yeah it is and it's exactly what it is and then it'll yeah. cut and then it'll cut to like cardboard cutouts on popsicle <laughs> sticks telling yeah. the story and then it'll go to live action yeah it'll be just people walking through the park with their face face painted green <laughs> yeah and it's, it's it's surprisingly very very fun it adds on to like you have the shrek movie basis and yeah. then you have these different styles of animation or uh, like <laughs> people's different versions of these scenes that are hilarious and there's there's some legitimately high quality ones like people that would have been like people who could animate like rick and morty or something yeah yeah and then there's some legitimately good like 3g 3d animation and then there's some t- terrifying things <laughs> that are like out of out of out of my worst nightmares <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um and like ab- adult pl- swim cartoons completely abstract yeah. like weird for the sake of being weird stuff it's a but, masterpiece but th- so it's it's absolutely worth a watch if you have the ability to cast from your youtube app to like your smart tv or something and put it on your tv do that sit down we did we we watched it with a group of friends <laughs> Very, 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 very funny. We've, well, I mean, we, you can watch it alone. You can watch it in segments. Yeah. It's very, it's very, rewatch, very watchable. Um, so Shrek retold on YouTube. Just as much as Shrek, the movie itself. Yeah. yeah. This but, is even more. But it lends itself, to, it lends itself too to like small viewings because it, it might be 30 seconds of one animation style and then like two, five minutes of another animation yeah. style. If you, if you want to watch Shrek, but you, but you want something like a little more. Yeah. And support support local art. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's local exactly artists. It's great. It's super good. And the Churdleys do a, a segment in it too. Yeah. <laughs> if you know who Churdleys are on YouTube. So anyways, uh, Tyler, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. That's my, I, uh, man. I relinquish my time. How, how, how do I even uh, step up to the, the, the Shrek retold uh, streaming pick? Um, so I don't know. I, I, I guess I've been going through, uh, some sort of, uh, uh, thing. Um, so I, I, all I got to say is silence of the lambs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, haven't you stream picked this before? I don't think so. Maybe no. you, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I have, uh, listeners, if I have, uh, you can roast me all you want, but watch, uh, watch it again. It's worth uh, it. You watch it again. It's on Netflix. <laughs> it's still creepy. It's on Netflix right now. It, it's an incredible film. Uh, I don't need to say any more about silence of the lambs other than that. This was an incredible film that it, there's a lot of twists and turns Jodie Foster is is the perfect role because she's so young. You know, you see the bright eyes into the FBI scene. I, I, I like I like the scene when she's in the dark at the end, and you can see her fear on on her face. It's so genuine. Yeah, so genuine. Um, so uh, it's got a sweet moth with a skull on it. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> badass. Uh, I I wish I had a better streaming pick. Uh, Silence of the Lambs um, is my streaming pick, uh, which if you're listening, streaming uh, Netflix. Oh, cool. uh, and so you know when you go to Silence of the Lambs. I encourage our listeners to actually watch Sons of the Lambs, Indiana Jones. Wait, what? <laughs> because it's right next to each other. They, like when I when I when I went on my Netflix account. Oh, it's on your Netflix. Well, well, if you if you have my Netflix, <laughs> uh, that's what. Uh, what what which Indiana Jones are you recommending when you're re- actually recommending Silence of the Lambs? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Nice, the best one. The um, first one. The first one and the best one. And, okay, I won't get into it too much. So, wait, is your streaming pick Raiders of the Lost Ark or Signs of the Lambs? Both. It's both. Okay, It's <laughs> both. Okay. Um, so, both uh, on Netflix. Everyone knows what Silence of the Lambs is uh, about. It's got the the Garvey uh, song. Yeah. It, oh, you goodbye know, Horses. Goodbye Horses. Which uh, if you follow me on Instagram, I covered uh, very poorly. And um, so <laughs> I re- relinquish my uh, streaming pick uh, segment to uh, Joseph. All right. Uh, oh, what do okay. you have here? <laughs> okay, I have one streaming pick. It is a documentary streaming on Hulu that was one of the most a documentary interesting interestingly made documentaries that I had seen. Okay. Um this is called Wrinkles the Clown. Oh yeah, I've seen this. And Wait, that's a documentary? Yes. I've seen it on Hulu. I didn't know it was a documentary. I thought I, it was a horror movie. I mean, it is sort of, but not really a horror movie. It's a documentary supposedly after watching it, I have no idea what's real. Um, <laughs> Keeps you guessing. Because th- this it's like a documentary edited and made in a way that I had not seen a documentary made before. I didn't know it was a documentary. It, it looks such... It, like, they market it like a horror movie. It's, it's it, got horror movie elements in it. It's... Okay, so basically the premise is Wrinkles the Clown is like a clown for hire that... Uh, basically, parents can hire to scare their children <laughs> as a form. As I a, love it as a form as a form of punishment. Oh, that's awesome! And they'll be, to basically be like, you better, you better, you better clean behave. up your room, or else Wrinkles the Clown's gonna come again. Yeah, it's, it's no way. It's Dang, kind, it's, that's that's yeah. real. It's I mean, in this, you doc- have to watch the documentary in in Florida. <laughs> oh, of course, it's in Florida. Florida man coming through with wrinkles, the uh, clown. It's kind of like the like the whole Krampus thing, like the Scandinavian yeah. folklore oh, okay. of like if you're bad, Krampus is going to eat you. Um, um, so this is wrinkles, the clown. Um, throughout the movie, there are several like recorded phone calls of parents calling wrinkles, the clown, and you can hear children screaming, crying in the background. <laughs> He's saying, I'm going to call wrinkles. You got to come, you got to come show these kids up. Yeah. Get these, get this, this, this misbehaving boy out of my life. <laughs> yeah. And like, you hear these children just like crying, screaming in the background, please don't, no, please don't, no, don't, don't call wrinkles. And I like the, I like the chubby kid who, like confronts him. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and this, it's, it's not, it's, it's not just watch it. It's, it's not, not what you think. It's a, it's a easy watch. It's only an hour and 15 minutes. It's on Hulu and it's a really entertaining, mm-hmm. um, watch the filmmakers, I think did a really good job of 
It's subverting your expectations. Um, <laughs> expectations were subverted. And I was, I was like, my mouth was agape when <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really entertaining. It's a good streaming pick. Wow, I, 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 yeah. I, I, I'm convinced. I want to watch this. That's that. a, and since it's such an easy watch too, you can just pop it on after work, like while you're, you know, making dinner. <laughs> that, you don't, have, yeah, to, you don't that, have to really like pay attention. Super, yeah. super close to it either. It's, oh my god. Yeah, it's this guy who just. There's it, a lot of screenshots on the internet the, of wrinkles. The, it, it too. talks about that it, too. Yeah, the, the movie starts off with se- with security camera footage of like a, a little girl sleeping in her bed. And oh, no. and she has like a bed that has like a like a human sized drawer underneath yeah, like a storage oh, bin, no. and it shows like the clown like pushing himself out of the drawer and like like standing up in the room. He places like a little teddy bear next to the next to the girl, and <laughs> that's how it starts. And yeah, I'll let you go from there. Yeah. So wrinkles the clown streaming on Hulu. If you're interested in documentaries and. Um, so cruel. I mean, it's it, it kind <laughs> it of seems so cruel to children. I can't believe that it, this even exists. It kind of plays on the whole like clown surge and like the clown sightings. Yeah, the clown. And, like, oh yeah, in 2016, in like Bakersfield, oh, and Texas, yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. I mean, most of the documentary is like all like phone calls. Like you just hear recorded phone calls over and over again. These abusive parents and just then, like let's scare well, my uh, my child. I guess that's a good question. Is that abuse or is that just creative tactics to get them in line? It's yeah. abuse. That, that there's no way. I, I can't even believe that there's what, even an industry what, for this. There is isn't it, an industry. It's just one dude. Is it oh. is it abuse to tell kids that Santa's going to bring them coal if they're bad? Well, let me tell you this. If I ever had a child, I would say Santa isn't real. Tell your friends. Make the revolution. <laughs> We had my, I don't, I don't recall a hundred percent. Santa is evil. I don't recall a hundred percent what my parents told me about Santa, but I'm, <laughs> but my rec, my recollection was always that as a child, it was like this tongue in cheek thing. <laughs> oh yeah. It would be like, oh, this one's from Santa. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, thanks Santa. Wink, wink, you know. Ex- knowing it came from mom and dad. You know, it's funny is I actually got in trouble when I was in elementary school for telling my classmates that Santa wasn't real because my parents are, were saying, oh, yeah, Santa isn't real. Yeah, you you don't need that. Uh, but so with uh, wrinkles, but wrinkles the clown, is real. Wrinkles, wrinkles is real. That, oh, my God. That's so terrifying. And I, I, I'm going to watch that. Good. That, that, that scene. Just like Avatar? Well... Let's not get into Avatar. They no. Hit it, Pete. Let's let's get hit in, it. Let's the, get the rage. A- no. <laughs> when are you gonna watch Avatar, Tyler? You promised our audience you'd watch oh, Avatar. Oh, oh, you're talking about the the, the animated show, not the yeah. the actual no, no, uh, wait. James Cameron movie. Okay. Well, quick an- another news thing. Avatar two has been delayed. Until twenty thirty, yeah, <laughs> the pr- like production has been delayed or something. I don't, I saw something. I didn't really read it. I, no, it's a twenty twenty three. I think that I think that I on think? IMDb, if you look up Avatar right now, there's like six sequels slated to be shot. Like it's a, it just says TBA. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it says like Avatar two. Yeah, whenever, whenever. Avatar three, back in the habit. Avatar four, secret of the ooze. Yeah. All right, so uh, for our listeners though, uh, for the past. I think three episodes, 
it's been recommended that I watch the Avatar, the animated series, and I kept blowing it off. I was just like, oh, I'll talk about it next time. I'll talk about it next time. That's not I, how it went. You said, I promise, Tyler, me, Tyler, Noe, I promise I will watch Avatar <laughs> and give you my honest opinion well, next week. That was three weeks ago. Yeah, well, okay, so I watched, it. I watched a few episodes of it. Here's my opinion. <laughs> Okay. I am neutral. On okay. It. Well, this is like the first I, season. Get to get to the end of season one. Okay. Well, so so this is the thing: is I'm neutral on it. it the writing is incredible. The detail to the world that they're creating is not bad, but I'm still trying to remove myself from the animosity of how they took Cat Dog off of the air. <laughs> To replace it with avatars. That was like 10 years ago. It was more than 10 years ago. Okay, Justin. even more than 10 years ago. <laughs> but so that that that's what I'm dealing with, you okay. know? Like I, I, I'm dealing some, some wounds cut real deep. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It, so anyway, that's so right. well, I'm, I don't I'm, think it's bad. I'm looking forward to that. And I, I won't, I'm not even listening to your opinion until you get to the end of season one. Okay. So I, and, okay. I, and I, I'm eager to hear that day. All right, cool. How so, long that takes, and we're gonna pester you every week until you. That, that, that's that, that's fine, and okay. it's gonna be a great episode when I finish the whole series, and I can just be like, <laughs> well, who, who's gonna get there first? Because jo- Joseph and Deanna are watching it now. And oh, they, are, the, are you? You haven't gotten to the uh, series finale yet? No, we're on the end of season one, near the end of season one. Oh, okay. So, um, so yeah. If Tyler, if Tyler beats you to the end of the series, <laughs> I will be very put out. <laughs> All right, All but right. but so I'm neutral on it now i don't Fair think enough. it's okay. as bad as i thought it was gonna be so uh listeners are you guys all done with uh stream picks yes yeah yeah i guess so okay so for our, our next segment we're gonna break down man of steel but we have a very special guest um joining us via discord is uh milk who is a host of a, another podcast friend of the show called nymphomercial the name of the podcast and uh, Nymphomercial is similar to middle class film class in the sense that every week we review one movie, we go deep dive into it. Um, and on Nymphomercial, every week him and Aaron release or review one hentai and manga each week. Uh, so incredible. Um, we have we are joined uh, via Discord by Milk. Milk, welcome, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for for having me. It's it's kind of weird. Something uh, I haven't mentioned until now because I didn't want to lose this opportunity is. Um, actually don't watch a lot of movies <laughs> not, uh, um, i'm also poverty you know not middle class at all um you're probably so, so I'm, I'm gonna try my best to fit in here but, but thanks for having me. hey we're slumming it this week that's all right yeah <laughs> we, we want to see your w2 after this yeah yeah well i think it's important to mention both those things because um I really want to make sure I did a good job for this. So I took like notes, but um, nice. also was like, how, how am I going to like make sure I really retain everything? Um, also, I was like, how am I going to watch this? Because I, I don't have enough in the bank to rent it. So I had to beg my roommate. <laughs> um, and then I was like, okay, so I'm renting this and the rental's for, you know, 24 hours or whatever. It's $4. To- you milk, you don't have $4 to rent <laughs> that man of steel? I didn't. I, I had two dollars and fifty six cents. So oh. my roommate rented it for me, and Damn I was like, "Okay." I, 
I have to make the most of this. So because it's for 24 hours, I just watched it continuously for, for 24 <laughs> hours. Oh. So it is invaded into me. Oh my so God. this is like a Christmas story <laughs> just on, on TBS for 24 hours straight. Which is oh, quite. Oh, sure. That's a reference I knew because I'm such a movie buff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, it's funny is uh, we, we bring up Christmas story and I, I watch Christmas story uh, 24 hours on Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's uh, when they are. TBS, or is it? Yeah, TBS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so, I think I've seen the original Christmas Story. What's the, maybe. Yeah, it's the one with Ralphie shoots his eye out. And setting, He'll shoot oh, your eye out, kid. Yeah. No, what incredible, I incredible film. What am I thinking of the one with the ghosts? Uh, that's Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. <laughs> Christmas oh yeah, Carol. yeah. I which the new one? Which, Big by the fan way. Of that. <laughs> Muppets Christmas Carol is the best iteration of That's the true. Christmas Carol. That, that is very <laughs> true, Joseph. The, 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 the Muppets Christmas Carol is the best Christmas Carol. I haven't seen the Muppets, but that new like gritty one. Which I one is a that? Big fan. It, it was like um a th- it wasn't a movie. It was like a three episode show on oh. FX, and I think it came out last Christmas. Hmm. Interesting. Oh. Okay. When I gave him my okay. heart, so something around then. Um, <laughs> Very good, though. Well, anyway. Can, can you, real quick, before we get into Man of Steel, can you give us a, a quick rundown on Nymphomercial? Yeah, so um, it's me and Aaron. Uh, usually weekly right now, we've been on a bit of a hiatus, but soon jumping back. Um, we just kind of dig up hentai, and then we tell each other about it, kind of uh, almost like scene by scene or page by page of like the story. And Aaron and I kind of get sidetracked with things, hopefully to the entertainment of the listeners. Um, I try to be funny, terribly not, but uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it though, the hentai yeah. though. Can, can you I love give us, hentai. We have, we have a very a various uh, broad stretching um, demographic and our listening audience. Can you give us a, a very brief one sentence summary of what's the difference between hentai and manga? Uh, well, well, so hentai just means like pervert. So animated or manga hent are both hentai potentially, but it just means like um, erotic media. So either an erotic anime or erotic manga. If you don't know what manga is, that's just like Japanese for graphic novel. Okay. So you basically take like a like a, a cartoon Jap- Japanese anime sort of cartoon. Not cartoon. It's, 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 it's artistic. Okay. Easy, Tyler. Oh, uh, I t- mean, cartoons are artistic. Anyways, yeah, yeah. We just look at anime porn. Yeah. All um, right. Whether it's animated or just in a graphic this. novel. People People create hentai. Yeah. Have you, oh, it's definitely ha, created. Have you ever uh, have you ever heard of a podcast um, called Dave's Old Porn? <laughs> oh, what was that? Dave's Old Porn. No, I haven't. So Dave Attell was he used to have this uh, show on Comedy Central late at night. It's called Love in, Dave Attell. Insomniac with Dave Attell, and he does a in peace. Uh, he did a pod- podcast that was I want to say it was really popular around like 2007 2010. Back when podcasts were really jumping off. Yeah, it was it was an infancy. And he would get these old uh, porn stars that were acting in like 70s pornos and he would get them on stage and uh, do live podcasts and review their porns that they were in on stage with the live audience. And it, I'll I, have to look. it's fantastic. It's great. I'll have to look this up. Um, <laughs> something I didn't mention is that like I'm asexual, so I'm not like a very horny person by any means. Uh-huh. So I don't interact with a lot of erotic content so i haven't listened to a lot of like other porn related <laughs> podcasts hey, that, or that makes anything like i just 
am into hentai because of the art and like about it. And then I want to do the show to kind of show like it doesn't have to be so taboo. Sure. Yeah. Because yeah, a lot yeah. of people get made fun of for hentai. Yeah. Which they shouldn't. I mean, the, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, no, the stereotype I, is tentacle born. That's the that's the the trope that people think about when they think of hentai. Yeah. Which we I don't think I've reviewed any in full that had tentacles. Yeah. Only, oh, I can, I can name, I can name uh, three hentais that involve <laughs> tentacle porn. Uh, and, uh, let's, hey, let's say, let's save it for an infomercial. Though. That, that's true. Yeah. All yeah. Right. So you can uh, tell us about your hentai tattoo and everything. Of, yeah. of tattoo from fantasy Island. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, how do you know? How do you know? <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's get into some yeah. uh, Man of Steel, Tyler let's, or Joseph. Take it away. Let's get into Man of Steel, directed by Zack Snyder, produced by Christopher Nolan and Emma Thomas. Emma Thomas being the wife of Christopher Nolan. I thought I thought that was the case. Um, <laughs> and it definitely has some Nolan esque vibes in it, especially in the first half of the movie. Yeah. I think there is sexual frustration in Man of Steel. Um that explains a lot. Let's uh I mean <laughs> yeah, the, the milk is with me. Okay, hold it's on. Start with a moan. Hold on. So Man of Steel. <laughs> oh yeah, with the birthing of Superman himself. <laughs> yeah. Kal-El. Um <laughs> so, so Man of Steel, basically the retelling of the origin story of of Superman, it's kind of like a remake of the Superman movie starring yeah. Christopher Reeve with uh, uh, General Superman Zod. Returns, uh, no, two thousand six. No, not Superman Returns. No, Superman nineteen seventy eight, oh, starring okay. Christopher Reeves <laughs> with General Zod and crew. General Zod's crew. Um, who 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 played General Zod in the first one? Was it Ricardo Montalban? Or was that uh, I don't know? Was that Khan from Star Trek? <laughs> Maybe. <Khan! laughs> I don't know. There, there were there was there was in the original Superman movie. It was like three people in the in, whole movie in Zod's in Zod's crew. It was Zod and two other people. Uh-huh. And then in this movie, he has like a whole he has like a little fleet. Yeah, little. But it really is just it the was two. three people. It's the main Man chick, of Steel. the angry the angry chick who looks Russian. Yeah, but is an alien. And then the dude who at the very beginning when they're getting thrown into the like cryo chamber prison or whatever mm. you see him in the background you're like who's that eight foot tall fucking guy in the back <laughs> he's coming back later for sure to yeah. kick, kick superman's ass yeah and he does um so man of steel when i saw this movie i went to the theaters and my initial reaction after leaving the theaters was wait like, you saw this movie in theaters you're so surprised when i see movies in theaters tyler <laughs> I, tyler only goes to theaters if we drag him there <laughs> and then and then elbow him every time he's asleep in the middle of the movie. <laughs> um, so after this movie ended, me me and Deanna, uh, my wife, we were driving away from the theater. We're like, I want to watch that again. That was my initial reaction. Yeah, like, my initial reaction was like, I want to watch that again. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, I I enjoy this movie. I think it's the best Superman movie oh. so far. Okay. And it's the best. Yeah, that doesn't sound hard. It is the best. Claim. It is the best DC movie in the DC cinematic universe that they're trying to create before okay, before I, Dark Knight. I, I can't even believe you're saying Bef- this. Before Aquaman and yeah, 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 yeah. BVS and uh, whatever Justice League is supposed to be. Uh, and this movie okay. hurt me okay. to watch until the Zack Snyder cut is released for Justice League. Okay, I won't be watching <laughs> the it. Snyder cut. Okay. Uh. 
Um, so initial reactions. I know Pete, you haven't seen it before, surprisingly. Yes, yes. I pass on a lot of superhero movies, um, just because I kind of figure, I kind of like look at it. I'm like, all right, I, I know what I'm gonna get, unless I get, unless I get a re- uh, like a strong recommend recommendation from someone, mm. or the reviews are raving. Like I, I watched Batman Begins when it came out because I heard really really good things, and um, I didn't have anything better to do. And I loved it, and I like Christian Bale and. Dark Knight was even better, ramped it up. But uh, like, I haven't seen Infinity War, haven't seen Endgame, Endgame haven't yeah. seen, uh, oh gosh, uh, Spider Man Far From Home. Or, I have seen Ant Man versus the Wasp. Started though. on Spider right. from Far From Home. So, um, no, I, I watched it, and it was uh, it, the storytelling was great in the sense of uh, how there were time jumps back and forth. You know, you're telling the story of him as an adult, and then you kind of see him, and it just kind of forces you like the his little his little uh, ship crash lands on Earth, yeah, and then snap, you're uh, in deadliest catch, and he's out in the yeah. ocean, <laughs> you know, saving someone from an oil rig, and walking walking up on the beach like a beefcake with that freaking pecs that are like I know. out of control. Henry Cavell is a handsome I'm guy. Like, Jesus Christ, he did he did Stardust before this. He was Humphreys in Stardust. <laughs> he was like a like a little like beanpole back then, and he yeah he's a beefcake for sure. But uh, the storytelling like jumping from there and then back to him as a child, and then him as an adolescent, and then his struggles, and then how how those these little challenges that he has as a child, and how he interacts with Kevin Costner, aka his dad, um, his Earth dad, and then how they relate to him as an adult was very cool. And I was like, that's Nolan, that's Nolan all day. Yeah, you know, Nolan Nolan is obsessed with time. As we mentioned earlier, his father was a clockmaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you, you. <laughs> and and I was like, I was like, this story is really good. And there were some things that like kind of irked me a little bit about it, but for the most part, I really, I really had a good time. And like, I'm not usually one to complain about length of movies at all. So I, you know, two and a half hours, I was like, cool, more more bang for your buck. I paid four bucks for it. Yeah. I want, I want a, I want a two and a half hour movie. Damn it. <laughs> and. Um, it, it was uh, it was legitimately enjoyable for me. I can see why people who have a lot invested and tied up into Superman and the whole like canon of how this happens and how that happens, and you have this like perfect image of your of your of Superman drawn in your head would might be like objective uh, object to this movie. Um, I felt I could see how like I watched I read the uh, Dilbert comic a lot growing up. I loved Dilbert. <laughs> And then they made a an- Dilbert animated series, and I'm like, "That's not his voice. That's not Dilbert's voice." In my head, I was like, "Fuck that." Yeah. And uh, I could see why people would see that, but I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot, and uh, I, I, I'm kind of in the Joseph camp. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't see all the hate. It's a fun, action-packed movie, and the graphics were great. So, yeah, the effects were were pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that that's me, Tyler. Uh... Don't let don't let my opinion dissuade you. I want to hear no, your, tr- no, your true it, feelings, child. Okay. <laughs> I still don't understand why. Make me understand why. Okay. Uh, so why all the hate? I did not like this movie. I already know you don't like Henry Cavill. <laughs> okay. Well, well, yeah. In previous episodes, I have uh, proven my distaste for Henry Cavill, but the Man of Steel film. I mean, what 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 can I say other than that? <laughs> other than that, it's not it's not it's it's not Superman. 
I don't give a shit. It was. I don't care if you give a shit. It's not <laughs> Superman. So why is it not Superman? It, well, Let's, so and Milk can, it can agree with me here. Is that a lot of presumptions here? Yo, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Milk and Tyler are going to be on team. Teen yeah. Rage. yeah, 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 and so so milk and me, uh, so that which is uh, love that movie. Yeah. Milk and me. <laughs> um, so I did not like this movie. I think that they were trying to go with the uh, Batman dark feeling with the tone the, 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 seriousness. The, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. the the dark feeling, realistic. Uh, superhero feeling which it works with batman because batman is a human yes but with superman though he is an alien and it he is not relatable because superman comes from a like a old time concept of superheroes where everything was so just off the wall batshit crazy like none of it was thought about to be deep so his powers all over the place and now they're like let's try to make this dark gritty and serious about yeah. a man in this blue leotard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and uh, thank God they didn't go with the underpants over the pants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, red, the red underpants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad they didn't go with that um, uh, concept. But but this uh, is still so dumb. Just ugh. <laughs> well, I see, see, see milk milking me. We're we're on the same page, don't you we see? Where where uh, so it's, I'm not going. Like a, it sounds like a problem with Superman, not so much as the movie. That is true. Well, as, as, that is true also. But <laughs> what I want to say is, I'm not going to be super negative about this movie. Like I, I went into this movie saying, okay, I'm not going to shit on this movie. Like, all I'm going to do is I'm going to review it as a movie itself. And so it kind of reminded me of Independence Day. I could see that. And uh, it's it's so as an alien invasion movie, it's not bad. But it's kind of like a disaster movie at some point. Yeah, it was. Kind of like a disaster piece. (laughs) <laughs> disaster, disaster I love it. Hey, that's my favorite Slipknot album. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I, I told myself before I came on the show, I, I'm, I'm not going to disparage this movie. Turning as, over a new leaf. Yeah, Tyler, I, Tyler's love. <laughs> um, so, I appreciate this movie for the alien invasion concept that they're going through. Mm-hmm. But at the same time as reading the Superman comic books <laughs> and, uh, you know, the new uh, 52, okay. the death of Superman and all that stuff, it's... <sighs> Your comic book guy is showing. Well, actually... <laughs> <laughs> Worst uh, Superman movie ever. Well, so <laughs> I thought it was a bold attempt, but it didn't land. All right, fair enough. Okay, so let's get into the wait, meat of this. Wait, wait movie. we gotta hear what we gotta hear what Milk thinks about. I want to hear what Milk thinks about the movie. First impressions. All right, all right. so Milk, what do you what do you think? Watch on board with you. Um, I don't watch a lot of superhero media, especially DC. Um, most of my like consuming <laughs> of, of it, just I mean, my DC, roommate binging I, it. 
I mean, DC is is from the company that came up with a a, 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 a hero called Ragman. All across the board, there's just such weird stuff, which can be like charming, but it's so weird when they try to take the like goofy side of superheroes and then put it into this like modern grit of superheroes. Like there's enough goofy ones and enough like gritty ones that you don't need to cross them because otherwise you end up with stuff like this where they just rip it from its own like charm and put it into something else. And then when they try to like sprinkle the original charm back into it, it just doesn't land and it, it just like pulls you out of the grit movie that you were just even trying to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this bad combination of flavors, I think. So, so, you, so you don't like, you don't like like the wholesome superhero straight bred out of Kansas being like too serious essentially I have a problem with that too it's not necessarily that i just think that superman being so like out there with all of his origins and powers and things you you can tell it was made from an earlier time where mm-hmm. it wasn't so important to make everything super canonical and make sense and and forcing it into this where they're trying to answer everything in, in this new canon for the movie mm-hmm. it, it just seems like they've taken too much of polar opposites which it's cool to attempt something like that i just don't think it worked here it is interesting you make a good point because if i were to think of like the ultimate superhero i wouldn't call him superman yeah super is not the adjective i would use (laughs) that was was a military name that they they named clark kent they're just like oh uh uh, superman as as the trailer as the trailer says they, the world <laughs> the world calls him Superman. He does not call himself Superman. He, no, he doesn't. S stands for hope. He is Cal-El from Krypton. Okay. Yeah. The world calls him Superman. He doesn't go, I am Superman. Okay. Well, so I'm Lois curious. was the first to about to say it. Yeah. She about, she about said it and they got cut off. Yes. Yeah. Are we done measuring our dicks? Yeah. Yes, we are. So oh. I, what I want to know is, uh, Joseph and Peter, uh, Joseph first, uh, what did you like about Man of Steel? Man of Steel, the movie, as a movie, I don't give a shit about the comic books or the character of Superman because... Well, I, I figured as Because much. you have... you have Okay, the, the, I, the comic book character of Superman is like as you described, silly and very bright colored and all that. And you have the Christopher Reeve movies to fulfill that need, which are silly and dated and do not hold up. <laughs> and you have this new era of Superman. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you're saying the Christopher Reeve movies don't stand up? They No, they're not no. good. Not good. I, well, okay. Not to say that I don't think that anybody should watch them. I, 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 I won't comment I, I, I on that. Thor- but okay. It's a time capsule. Hold on. I thoroughly enjoyed the Superman movies, the classic Superman movies starring Christopher Reeve before he broke his neck riding a horse. Mm. <laughs> okay. At, at the time, I don't think he was riding the horse. No. <laughs> but Man of Steel, this new era, I mean, you could say whatever you want past Man of Steel, Aquaman, Justice, uh, Justice League, BBS, whatever. Is, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say BBS. Is bad. And I could maybe agree with you. But Man uh, of Steel, Man of Steel was like a really solid launch for this DC cinematic universe, whatever they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. I think 
the first half of the movie is really, really good in terms of storytelling, like Pete said. And any any moment of the movie with Superman and his parents, with Kevin Costner or... Uh, Dan, Dan Lane. Dan Lane. I was like, Michelle Pfeiffer, Diane Keaton, Diane Pfeiffer, uh, <laughs> Michelle <laughs> Keaton. Uh, Diane, Diane, Diane Lane. I always mix her up with Diane Keaton. Yeah, me too. Um I was like, I, 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 I felt it like pulled emotions out of me, you know, as like, sure, as sure. like, he doesn't know his true, uh, nature. He, he can't find himself basically he's as like a scared. He's a scared teenager just fighting with his, uh, he's trying to get his wiggles out. And, and he's the, like, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like me too. <laughs> and, and the whole, like when he, when he's like in the classroom and he's like being overwhelmed with all these like like sensory overload basically sure he's basically like a kid with autism that's exactly what Bree said and that's exactly what deanna said (laughs) um oh i compared them to myself so (laughs) (laughs) and it was it's it was really interesting to see that perspective like like growing like someone growing up with these powers who have basically you are the best superhero you're the best being on this planet yeah you are impervious to everything basically mm-hmm. on this planet and you have these heightened senses that you have no control over as a young child mm-hmm. and it was really it was really cool to see him wrestle with like seeing like x-ray vision and he had the the laser eyes and like heightened hearing and yeah it, yeah. was, it was really well done, I think, to to show that conflict of like growth for him. Yeah, and I I really enjoyed uh, like seeing that struggle with him growing up, and I like that about this movie. And you could, I mean, I can agree that the like writing is like pretty cheese, a mm-hmm. lot like mm-hmm. pretty cheese at some points, and like the second half is like not as like emotionally strong as the first half second half is just so much different between the first and second half yeah it really is two different movies but i think in the end especially the end with when when he's when he's like pretty much about to kill zod and like that emotional struggle of like his moral struggle of like do i kill this one person to save all these people like he doesn't want to kill anybody just like batman and (laughs) (laughs) so i have an interesting fact about that ending okay uh, so an article came out today about a Comic-Con like press release that happened today, no, July just, 25th, That was my article, Milk. <laughs> where they talked about not only an alternate ending, but like a scene that didn't get filmed that would have like uh, foreshadowed him killing Zod and like having to deal with that earlier mm. in the movie. Oh, really? Really interesting. Yeah, like a hunting trip with his, his uh, oh. Earth death. Ooh, that would be good. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. The, the classic hunting, the hunting scene from Stoker, <laughs> which we all know. <laughs> yeah, Stoker. No, yeah, I barely know her. Um, <laughs> no, there he goes with the, with, with the lines. He's writing pages. <laughs> yeah, milk. I, so, I, I, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that, though, is because I read the same article as I was watching the ending of Man of Steel. It, it, it came up on my feed of IMDb that there was an alternate ending to give context to Clark's character, which I wish... I wish that they had that scene. <laughs> what is the scene? What is the scene? Well, Milk, uh, describe the scene. You, you know. Uh, 
so so originally they were going to put Zod into one of those like uh, carbon frozen like butt plug looking things know, the, that he was damn, the, 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 flying, dil- the and, flying dildos. Yeah, was very yeah, fun. and and send him <laughs> right, into let's space. Let's not get too blue here. Yeah. And that's it. But but the reason they went with the death thing was so that way in the cinematic universe that was supposed to be set up with this, there was a strong reason why he has a no kill policy because he killed Zod and swore off on it. So, mm. you know, mm. they also didn't want to take the easy road because they've been pushing so many concepts throughout the whole movie. So they're like, why play it safe with the ending when we haven't been safe with anything else? Which, I mean, yeah, if you're going to take risks, mm-hmm. do it all the way. And if you think you're setting up this huge movie franchise, bleed into that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I think it you it would have worked better with the alternate ending just mm-hmm. for the movie as its own. Sure. Uh, Pete, so what al- did you think about oh, uh, Man of Steel? It was well, initial thoughts. Well, I already gave my initial thoughts, Tyler, for your, for your call from 15 minutes ago. I will say short-term memory loss. The, the reason why I, I enjoyed it is, um, you know, we talked about the correlation between Batman and Superman. Batman is this dark brooding character whose parents were killed and he lives in the shadows and he's embraced his fear and all that Very stuff. Relatable. But <laughs> when you look at the original Batman with the aforementioned from last episode, episode 46 with Pi, Burt Ward and Adam West, <laughs> they were very campy and goofy. They would dance in half of the episodes. They were wearing underpants <laughs> on the outside of their leotards. <laughs> it was in itself, the 1960s to the 1980s, was a goofy time for superhero Great demolition, movies. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, that was the uh, first iteration of really jumping a shark. Was, oh yeah, the shark, the shark shark repellent. The shark repellent, you know. <laughs> the there big was a, difference was he was so thought out, even if he was campy. Yes, he was. He was great, and uh, he they. Ha- I mean, they had literal cartoon drawn bombs made into three dimensional <laughs> paper mache bombs that he would run around with. <laughs> it was it was so fun, and the original Superman. Supermen, Supermans. Supermen. There's what? four of them at yeah. least. Um, <laughs> too many Supermen. Yeah, too many Supermans. And uh, it was it was, it was, was kind of goofy, and it was like, I'm going to fly around the planet and re- reverse, reverse the rotation time. so yeah. time goes backwards. And it was like, it was just goofy and over the top. And then you get a master writer like Christopher Nolan and a great storyteller and auteur like Zack Snyder, as as much shit as he gets, he tells a great story. I mean, Sin City told some fantastic stories within that weird comic book exterior. Watchmen. Watchmen, f- f- fucking great. 300, a historical document retold into a fantastical story told by a warrior uh, to his men before a battle. You know, he really does a good job of all these things. And you take this once silly franchise and turn it into this great uh, retelling uh, in, in a gritty way. And it's very relatable because everybody as a teenager has wrestles with their emotions and there they have these weird tingly feelings in their groin. <laughs> like, like when you climb the rope in gym class and, and you, and you feel these things and you're not sure what to feel about them. But with him, he has even, it's even more important because he's this, omniscient being that uh, you know no can is all powerful all uh encompassing alien creature that could literally enslave our planet like russell crowe says he'll be a god yeah he'll be a god amongst mm-hmm. men yeah 
and um, Kevin Costner is just uh, trying to do his best to raise this godchild. And um, I think they did a pretty good job. And there's a, a million ways you can tell a story. There's a hundred ways to skin a cat. And this don't was a, a very. I, I, I don't need to hear skinning cats. There was <laughs> it was a it was a very hundred ways to peel an onion. Yeah, there you go. Hundred ways to um, layer a parfait. <laughs> there can, we go. Can yeah. we talk about the godchild thing? Though? Yeah, sure. Uh, because the scene where he's talking to the priest, where they frame it so like Jesus is right over his like right. Oh, that shoulder. was like oh. a film film student yeah. shot right there. You, uh, you you have you have Henry well, Cavill before next to the stained glass white Jesus. Well, right right in that scene, Milk. I don't know if this is what you're going to say. I don't want to cut you off, but he says he's he admits to the priest that he's the person they're looking for and the priest just pauses and gulps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, oh shit. He's like, oh. It just, it bugged me so much that they like put him there. Like, I, I think they were trying <laughs> oh. to say he is like a, like he is a like savior Jesus. of the planet I think and it, everything. It, well, to, let, to, let to, me, to quote Tyler, it harks back to, right. to Russell, to Jarrell yeah. saying yeah. that yeah. he is a, you. He don't, is, don't, don't hark He me is back. a god. To them, to humans. Does, yes. So you just uh, it's, uh, no whoever like set this up was just like, oh, this is so deep and so good. And there's like so many moments in the movie where they're like, I'm making something so powerful as a cinematic oh, masterpiece. I, I, and they're so, just like so jerking off to their like storyboarding. <laughs> I agree. With that. I agree with that. And I'm just like, what about oh what? Oh my gosh. So so, what do you guys think about the scene where he punches a hole in the uh, the, the ship and he he has his oh, arms? He, oh yeah, he goes like he, that. He, he does the cross thing. Yeah, he yeah. does the cross thing. Oh, I didn't uh, even catch that oh it's so i mean bold. it's this, so obvious and bad. there's so many i mean in in matrix revolutions there's yes. there's the neo that's what i was thinking the, there's the jesus symbolism at the end yeah where he he dies he literally like, you sacrifices know. himself two characters in this movie are in matrix revolutions as well let me ask you I this just, yes. let me ask let me ask Morpheus. everyone well, well and the, yeah, and the gen, the general, the main general with the super cleft chin. Yes. Let me ask you this: uh, What about uh, the, the the Lawrence Fishburne uh, scene where the, the girl, girl, the girl is, is, in the, in the is in the rubble? Like, why? So this is the problem I have with this movie. This is, one scene. Well, not just this one scene, but it kind of <laughs> summarizes up all the problems I have. That scene was intense. Why do we care about Lawrence Finchburn or uh, yeah. Lois Lane or all of the other characters? Because we're we're just we're they we're, represent the audience. They're the grounded character that the audience attaches himself to. They're the everyman that is going to be destroyed by this gravitational. Uh, Earth planet anchor, terraformer, terraformer, yeah. And, and if it's not stopped, you see one by one the people get crushed by this cool effect where they're <laughs> smashing cars it's and cool. stuff. It's cool to kill people. No, it's a great. I that, mean, it was a cool effect. What would you say, Milk? The the like audience stand-in would make sense if they weren't also like opposing the narrative because like you know that this new staff is also going against Lois for a yeah, bit yeah. of it. Yeah, they're like, you can't run with this, Superman. Mm. So like. It's Me like, and Milk are on the same page. Yeah, it's an antagonist you're like supposed to relate to in the later half. When as a viewer, I'm like, oh, 
Superman. This is why I'm here. Like, no, they, you don't attach to them in the first half. So yeah, how are you supposed Superman. to like, feel the empathy for them in the second half? I mean, say so, Superman. Yeah, so so he, let me let me let me say this though. I have a hot take. It's one of famous Tyler's hot takes. Okay. Oh God, I'm here burning. we go. Let's hear it. General Zod was right. <laughs> and I mean, look about what. Uh, Eugenics uh, are the right way to go. We know General that, Zod was right about, and I, what? about the way he was going. Uh, so genocide. Can you be more specific? Yes, I can. Can you buy a vowel? And this is how I'm going to be specific about General Zod, who was right about <laughs> what he did. So, that was not specific at all. That was generalized. Well, he- I, I, I'm just providing context. So anyway, so General Zod was right because. He came from Krypton. He was a military leader. Yes. All he was doing was he was trying to save his race, yeah, his he, species. He, he, yes, he explains that. But by but genociding really, and other people. By genociding. Yeah, because but it, what's it, really it, important is he program he's like programmed that way from birth. But, yeah, they exactly. explain they explain that with the with the birthing process of on Krypton, because there are no natural births That's on true. Krypton. Yeah. So everybody's yeah. born a worker or soldier. Like Gattaca. Yes. <laughs> So milk understands that reference, right? Sure, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So anyway, so. so Zod was just fulfilling his purpose that he was born for. Yeah, there's no connection to Krypton and humans in the movie at all. They only make that connection before the movement of the plot. Yeah, but, but if you look at why was he right? Why does an entire species of of uh, creatures, humans, aka humans in this case, why do we deserve to die so that Kryptonians can? Uh, can populate our earth have you seen clark kent he he can fly he can he can put lasers but in his wait what is so, that what so, so animals deserve to die because we're better than them no that's come not, on that's what kind of that, vegan are you that's uh, okay that's wait a minute you can't argue for this because you're not vegan. that's, that's <laughs> what i'm saying no that's uh, that's not true uh, what i'm saying is is that because humans are worse the kryptonians deserve to survive i think kryptonians they don't know the plight of humanity so all they <laughs> especially zod all he knows is he's just trying to save his species. This he is does a lukewarm yes. take at best. Yes. Lukewarm. He does not. It is explained in the movie. Exactly. Okay. But he doesn't. <laughs> let me finish. He does not explain that he's going to have like a fascist regime or anything like that. He's no, he just only wants- trying to save his species. Yes. Can you blame Zod no, for doing what he does? I can't. I mean, if he it- can't even think past that though because he he doesn't have morals and empathy like yeah exactly it's explained by by the the woman uh zod i don't know what her name is it's his first (laughs) name she said cares about that so she's fighting superman and she's explaining in the ihop that (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's right so she's like she's like she's like you have life lessons you have grown up with humans and (laughs) and we have because your morals, like uh, we have no morals, providing yeah. us with an evolutionary advantage. Yes, yeah, that's basically that's, what she's saying, and it's her a, whole. That's explained her, in the movie. Yeah, her whole point as a role in the movie is to show that Superman is the exception by having like morals and empathy yes. as a Kryptonian. But like they had to have her because they gave Zod too much personality. Like he he's so radicalized and focused that they're like, oh, this doesn't read as someone who is like single-minded because of like just how they are genetically coded so they had to show her as a real like drone to make it like drill in the point that like these aren't like humans they don't have 
free choice and growth in their their mind. They're just too focused. They're basically robots. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, why, and Tyler, why? What would you do if a rogue series of robots decided to take over humans and enforce their robot? Uh, <laughs> uh, I robot. Yeah, their 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 robot nation on the world because they that's just what they're programmed to do. That's all they're doing. Is that right? Uh, in their perspective, wrong. yes, no, it's, wrong. it's in their perspective, yeah, in their yes, pers- in their perspective, but they're evil. Yeah. No, they're not. They're, they're evil not robots. evil. They're evil robots. Yeah, okay, Wait, well, okay. So you're getting into tricky territory here, Tyler. <laughs> I, well, I am. I hit it, hit it with the. No, the, we're not going to play Tyler's Rage. <laughs> no, that's for the news segment. But anyways, I I just think that uh, Zod was not in the wrong because. <laughs> I would love not to from be, his perspective. I would no, lo- he was not in the wrong. I would love to see you living in Metropolis when this was happening and oh, saying, and this alien is right. He's right. He, he's, ha- he doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Think of it from his side. <laughs> we don't have to wear masks. You know, we, we've heard it. Oh, I'm not, no, I'm not. That's anti- what you, you sound really anti-mask oh, right now, I, I, I don't even want to really hear that. I don't want to even hear that. <laughs> That is not who I am. But no, well, why I, should we vaccinate? Like, I get it. You know where you're coming. From. Let's let's start from Bible Black. There's a lot of anti-vegan arguments to be had here, Tyler. No, there isn't. All I'm saying is, when I watched Man of Steel, you have Zod, who is just he's in a fight or flight mode. He's Definitely. trying to save fight or flight. He attacked. Fight or flight is when you get attacked. No, 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 no. Just listen. I think that Zod, he was a military leader. He, I mean, he even shot in the beginning of the film, he shot the corrupt leaders of who was extracting the power of the core of Kryptonian. He was doing a coup. And he never once specified he that. He wasn't granted the power of uh, Jedi Council. <laughs> but, but, but that's true. But he was on the Council, but you're not recognized as a Jedi Master. <laughs> Poor Anakin. Um, but <laughs> all I'm saying is, is that Zod is just trying to make things right. You know, like he yes. has the allegiance to uh, his uh, people of Kryptonian. He's programmed, literally programmed. Exactly. Yeah. It, Which it, is why the you, whole planet failed. I mean, Milk, can you can you blame Zod for trying to do what he needs to do for his people? And then you have this <laughs> asshole, uh, Clark Kent, who is like, oh, I'm going to save the humans. But <laughs> what a dickhead. <laughs> Anyways. What, that, what doesn't make sense to me, though, is um, like, yeah, yeah, he, he's programmed in like he didn't really have the like capability to even make a choice that's different. Like he doesn't have the free will like we do. Yeah. But what, what's, you know, kind of not working for me with this whole thing is that he sees what Superman's become. He, he knows that what that's a result of. It's not because Superman was born like naturally. It's just because he's on that planet. He was raised on earth. Yeah. Yeah. So the terraforming, supposedly would have made it so that they wouldn't turn into super beings like Superman, even though the sun's there and in all other canons, that's all he needs for his power. But in this, it's like the atmosphere and stuff. Yeah. So that means he is killing off the human race by terraforming and then just making a new Krypton with people that are programmed the same way and everything to end up exactly the same to whereas he could have just brought Krypton 
Krypton's like onto the planet alongside with humans. That's Later what on, I'm maybe saying. go into a war, but yeah. they could have been like super beings. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is this is Tyler's. This is Tyler's. Anakin, Chancellor Palpatine is evil. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Well, then you are lost. That's you, Tyler. You're <laughs> lost. You're you signed on with Zod. I can't believe you. What kind of vegan are you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, Tyler's <laughs> argument is that can you blame General Zod for what he's doing? And from an entire race and species on Earth, uh, yes. So after, <laughs> I mean, after this discussion, though, I don't, it's like it's I don't a, give a shit what he's programmed to do. It's wrong. You know, I, I will say though, uh, Amy Adams, who plays Lois Lane, I think. Uh, her best role was Arrival. This was this was the, the better Alien movie. Yes, yes. was Arrival. This was yeah. her preparation for Arrival. <laughs> but, but, that's, but that wasn't her best role. Her best role was uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg's uh, girlfriend in The Wrestler, or uh, in um, sorry the what's it the one the it wasn't The Wrestler the I thought David no. Russell movie American and Hustle. No, Do you talk no, no, about no, no, the wrestler no. every episode? Is yeah, that like every, a it's thing? A, yeah, it's a I thing. should have prepared every, every, for. Every, <laughs> yes, we do. You didn't we watch do. the wrestler? I, I sent the email to watch the wrestler. Watch oh, the wrestler. No. It's a, it's amazing. It's the it's one with Christian Darren Bale. Aronofsky's not uh, the wrestler. No, 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 no. The, the one, fighter. The fighter. That's it. The oh, fighter. the fighter. Yeah, yes. he plays the girlfriend. She plays the girlfriend. Uh, uh, Mark, Marky Mark, and the fighter. Marky Mark. Well, anyways, a- anyway, real quick, I want to talk about Michael Shannon as Zod. What a vision! What a what the Michael Shannon born to is, play a villain is is the actor. Yeah, he had the haircut. He had the the the, the, the brow dark, dark eyes. Yeah, the, he's got uh, he's got the brow line. He's got that caveman yeah. forehead. Oh, it's so it was so you know as much I can hate on this movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm I haven't not heard tra- much hate about this movie from you. Well, I'm trying so not to So far it's be, all glowing reviews. I'm not trying to be negative, six out of you know. Ten. <laughs> I, I, so uh, my mom who is the the host of The Ugly Truth, she posted something on Friday. She's like, "Don't be negative for 24 hours." And I was like, "God damn it." <laughs> <laughs> And I'm watching I, I live. <laughs> I, I I followed that. It's yeah, the antithesis of everything that I am. And so <laughs> and so, what I will say about Man of Steel is that I love uh, Zack Snyder's uh, stylistic um, approach to Superman because there's not really a uh, there's not really a approach other than him who goes towards. You know, you know, you, uh, 300, uh, Superman, uh, what, uh, uh, Transformers, like he, what? he that's has- Michael Bay. <laughs> can I, can I just ask Watchmen? Um, oh, yeah, Watchmen. That's Watchmen. what I meant. That, that, that's what I meant. But he almost has the same a, thing. He has, yeah. he has a, a very specific way of on how he films. And yeah. I, it, it worked. It worked very well. It worked. It worked for me. It, it's so hard to make a realistic Superman. So I have to appreciate the the the, the amount of effort to write a realistic Superman because this was coming off of the hinds of Batman Begins. Uh, no, nope. <laughs> <laughs> this what year was this released? Uh, 
2013. So 2013? that was already after Dark Knight. Dark Knight was 2012. I said Batman Begins, not Dark Knight. Yeah, d- yeah. Batman, Batman Begins was like 2006. T- eight. It was 2008 and 2012 because yeah. I remember it was 2013. The first, two. first two, um, first two terms for Obama. Or 2008 and <laughs> the, the Dark Knight Rises came the good out. Good years. The Dark Knight Rises came out in 2012. Um, well, it, can, it, it can we do a Goyard, Can though. we do a poll of how many boners uh, our listeners had when they watched uh, Henry Cavill come out of the ocean with his shirt off? Oh, oh! oh I want to mention something. One for I noted. me. Oh, wait, milk. <laughs> wait, what do you have to say, milk? So, if you notice, a lot of times when um, he's just like in ever everyday clothing, he's wearing a gray shirt, and the reason they do that is so that way um, he doesn't have to be like crazy buff for it to show through clothing, mm. because like gray helps show contours of things. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. So, okay. like, that's why I wear a lot they, of gray shirts. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it shows that muscle, muscle definition without it being skin tight um, or yeah. him being ridiculously huge. That's why he's always wearing gray as like a civilian, except, you know, in the very end when he's in his suit. Yeah. Work suit. After he gets it. Oh, yeah. And when he's uh, fully uh, integrated into society as Clark Kent. Also, when, when he's welcomed to the planet. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the day. The <laughs> welcome to the planet. Um, uh, also, would it kill him to, to button button his damn shirt up all the way? I mean, really, we have <laughs> we all have day jobs. We can't just walk around with. Raging hard ons all day <laughs> with, our che- with our cheese hanging out. I know, yeah. freaking lettuce on his chest, <laughs> just lettuce. poking out. Um, but no, uh, I feel like a Henry Cavill, best ha- Superman you can have. Handsome lad, handsome lad. What, that I will agree. What with. a beefcake. I, I uh, will agree with Michael. I think Sh- Michael Henry Shannon. My, Michael Shannon, best Zod you could ask for, unless it was a Ricardo yes. Maltabon. Um, <laughs> and I, Amy Adams, pass. No, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I like Amy she Adams, but no, thanks. The yeah, I think I don't know. I, she was only I just, there for exposition. I don't think her character was written that well in this movie. No, it wasn't. No. There's a lot of things about this movie that were written in just because it's already established Superman lore. Like they they couldn't like, get rid. You of You have it. to have Lois Lane. Yeah, and obviously mm-hmm. you have to have Superman. That could have been Lois Lane could have been cut out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you. I mean, you don't have Lex Luthor, and I mean Lex Corp is is referenced. Yeah, they, it's, it's uh, an Easter egg uh, a in the movie. Times uh, one, of, one of the gas uh, transport the trucks. trucks. Yeah, yeah. gets thrown. It says Lex, Lex Corp. Corp. Um, yeah. Uh, unfortunately for um, uh, Superman Returns. Um, that movie starring <laughs> Brandon Routh as Superman. Um, it was I. I mean, I I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, I enjoy. Oh no, it's bad. I enjoyed it as a kid. Um, but uh, I mean, Kevin Spacey and Brian Singer. You have two. You have a pedophile and a <laughs> and a, a pedophile. Um, two pedophiles at once. He's an enabler. Yeah, and then you got Brandon Routh, and um, I can't remember who played Lois Lane in that movie. Um, but Elizabeth Banks, Kevin Spacey. Oh no, it's not. It was Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks. Banks. I'm just no, it wasn't Elizabeth Banks. But Kevin Spacey didn't do a bad job of Lex Luthor. Yeah, I like. No, I, saw, no. I saw that one and I liked him as Lex Luthor. So, my my roommate watches um, all the like DC shows, and if you've never seen those, the I'm person so who plays Lex Luthor. Is the scrawny dude from Two and a Half Men, the like wimpy brother? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so weird because John I Cryer. did catch John Cryer, at first because yeah. he's like bald and has a beard, and then I'm just like, what? Which it doesn't read evil, but like that's kind of the thing. He's, he's all brains. Not super evil. So uh, that, Gene so. Hackman played. Oh yeah, played Lex Luthor in the. Yes, uh, he did uh, from uh, the classic Superman from 1974. Is the conversation? 
Yes, exactly. Um, is your is your does your roommate talk about um the Harley Quinn show often? Uh, no. Uh, so he's subscriber he to DC Universe, like the, the Flash, and Legends, and all the things that like conjoined together to do crisis please uh yeah please recommend that to him because i've i've mentioned that on this podcast uh, a couple times and my roommate uh, subscribes to the dc universe and we watch it just about weekly and it is so it's such a good cartoon it's like an adult cartoon it's very very good and it's a hard r um if he if he's not into cartoons i get it but uh great if you're already he's already on dc universe guarantee he is um have him have him give it a watch Oh yeah, he just has to get caught up. I'm sure, but <laughs> probably on the list. Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't know where we are with Man of Steel. I mean, there's things we could. I mean, we haven't really talked. We about could go on for hours about I mean, Man of Steel. <laughs> the. I mean, we haven't really talked scene by scene or anything. There are. Hey, I mean, do we really? There are, are. I mean, I really just kind of want to talk about it because I wanted to understand why people don't like it. I don't get it. I don't know. And I still don't understand why people don't like it i mean maybe i can understand from if you are a comic book yeah fan if you have something invested into the series and you have the idea in your head i i can go on for probably another hour so milk real quick i'm not into comics at all Uh, or not very much and i have bullet points of why like this i didn't like this movie (laughs) give us more because tyler we already know why tyler doesn't a tyler hates everything b that's not true (laughs) he's he's emotionally invested in the superman franchise he's talking he he can name off the comic book series well that is true and and, but milk a self-proclaimed not movie fan who is visibly pained by watching not a comic book reader yeah so what what how did superman hurt you so, so this isn't like general tones of the whole movie. These are more like small things that just kind of add up. Uh, Tyler can kind of go on the broad spectrum of it as a whole. Well, I'll take the details yes. here. Um, the trope of how would people react if they find out there's more than us? Like, that's such a lazy writing technique of just holding <laughs> back the plot. It's nine eleven times a hundred. But we know, like planes existed so it's just not relatable whatsoever especially like now that we consume media that like shows it constantly okay um also both dads dying like like i get why they had to die for the sake of the story but the way they died seems so phone in like the oh, first kevin costner just dad. dying from the the the, well, the, the twister I mean, the, the jor-el dying is like that's like the story of Superman. Yeah, that's is, canon. Is, is, is oh, is that okay? That's canon. Yeah. I, 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 so but, Ke- but Kevin Costner being sucked up by a F five <laughs> next to Bill Paxton and uh, oh, yeah, Jodie Foster. He got twisted. Doesn't, that doesn't. He got yeah. twisted. At least they saved the dog. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't well, hanging sure, off of a, right. of I mean, a, of a I, plumbing I, uh, plumbing pipes. It was. It was. I mean, personally, it was heartbreaking to see like like Henry Cavill, uh, Clark Kent, like not being able like to save his own father oh, even though yeah, he could true. have but the, i mean kevin yeah. costner just like putting his hand up i he mean he's the prince of thieves <laughs> sure and um from Waterworld, kevin costner <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> dancing water with dancing is not a myth i've seen it um, right. <laughs> but yeah i mean personally to me that whole i mean that scene i mean it could have been maybe like blocked or shot a little better to like there's a lot of like subtleties yeah. that i think could have been 
made a little bit more subtle instead of just like saying it or showing it. It kind of beat the audience over the head with every scene. Yeah. But um yeah. Give, I, us, give us more milk. What do you what what more uh there, there was the the church scene, complained about that. Another yeah. big thing was when Superman blacks out because of the atmosphere of the ship, uh-huh. Zod talks to him through a dream. That's like unlike any oh, of their yeah, technology yeah, yeah, yeah. that they show, it was completely out of place. It was just it was it kind was of weird. The writers wanting to show Superman sinking into skulls. Like they had this cool idea before the movie was even written. They're like, no, no, no. This scene has to be in it. How yeah. can we? It was almost it? like it was, we need to backwards engineer this scene. It was, it was almost exactly. like this movie totally was. Dumb. It was almost like this movie was made for trailers. It was just like yeah. a, a a visual cue um kind of thing. Like I mean it looks really cool, but the I mean it was kind of jarring to just jump into this dream sequence and then yeah. Zod is just there. I mean it's it, like BVS. And then right after Amy Adams is like she kind of explains that she had a similar experience. Yeah. Um with with that like she she yeah explained some stuff and that well we didn't see her side of things (laughs) yeah and it just doesn't even matter it's just i guess to say that it happened more than once to make it more solid that they do that or maybe it was something set up for another superman movie in the the universe but yeah it, it was it was bad and then like continuing forward the scenes like back down on earth like um when he saves Lois with the spin landing to the ground. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the slow spin. Yeah. It's so dumb. And then the one liner uh, right tackles, after that was pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Then he tackles Zod to save his mom. And the thing about that is that scene definitely killed so many people. <laughs> and when he, when he, it was yeah, Superman yeah, yeah. doing it. Like I Superman mean, he, was the one who killed him. When he's there's there's a lot of collateral damage. Um <laughs> we, we But did. that was one that didn't have to happen. Like Yeah. We could take him on like the moon. Him. I mean, there's a lot with Superman and Zod, but most of the time with Zod, it's just like he, a lot of shit is happening because they have no morals, they have no moral agency. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. And Superman is just kind of like I mean, there's so many buildings falling down, and like, but that's you, all in the height of action. Yes, this was like it's started nine, by yeah, the, the, nine eleven, the small town, the train. Like he tells everybody to go inside, and then everybody, like all the buildings, that basically building explode. gets vaporized. I mean, go that, inside like an earthquake. And yeah, then, and then there's a train coming at you. <laughs> I mean, at least Pete, the the old bully from his childhood, is okay. I mean, yeah. think of the crust punks that were on those trains, hopping trains. <laughs> They're oh. obliterated. Um, yeah. There was I, more than like nine on-screen deaths I've counted. I, yeah. I will, I will <laughs> yes. say that um, uh, our good friend and my roommate, producer Justice, um, is oh, producer a, Justice again, again, get him on again with Show. producer Justice. He's a DC fanboy, and uh, he was very excited to hear us uh, reviewing Man of Steel, and he gave us his insight as to why people really generally hate. Um, all the hate comes from Man of Steel, oh, and essentially okay. it, it boils down to, in his opinion that uh superman breaks his one rule which is don't kill people and he yeah. kills zod which i would argue and is not tackling zod yeah and that's the other thing yeah you know, the collateral damage is immense it's arguable but that the, he killed anybody but the one th- the one person thing that he actually killed was zod and he was an alien so was yeah, he person after he all? was an alien and he was trying to genocide yeah he's a, literally a genocider and so that's uh, <laughs> why we wrap it up into the ending uh, 
that was my favorite part of the movie is that Superman, it, it, as simple as it was, he just snaps the neck of Zod. No, break no, 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 your, no, break no, no. your run wall. One big problem about that scene. Oh? Zod's eyes should have been open the entire time. And then when, <laughs> oh, no. when he snaps oh, his neck, you should have seen the lasers go. Oh, across, yeah. oh that would have been building. cool. Yeah, but if he's dead, he can't. No, he, he can't laser. It. Yeah, but he doesn't die until after his head is backwards. So, so, um, <laughs> backwards. Yeah, so I've read the controversy of where uh, people who are fans of the Superman uh, series, they hate that Superman just snaps Zod's neck, like just in the nick of time or whatever. But I think that was actually a plus to the plot yeah, beca- because. Yes. Although they didn't preface that Superman has a no-kill policy, much like Batman. No, they uh, didn't. But that doesn't matter, though, is because you can, if you're a smart yeah. person, you can infer <laughs> that Superman doesn't like killing people because he is only for the good, especially with Kevin Costner's speeches in his past. Yeah. What have you. So him snapping the neck was like the last resort because Zaz says... I'm never going to stop and doing this. And he's absolutely heartbroken that yeah. it's gut-wrenching that he has to kill Zod. Yeah. So, so I mean, I didn't hate Man of Steel, but with the ending, it kind of, I'm glad that they made the ending. It wasn't like a stalemate where he like threw him up into space, which uh, Milk, I'm sure you read the same article that I yeah. did with <laughs> the uh, alternate ending, which is what that was going to happen. Yeah. I, Just, what is the alternate ending? Well, no, uh, okay, explain explain the alternate ending that we both read. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just stick them in those, like, butt plug-looking ice oh, yeah. chambers. <laughs> yeah, the dildos. And... I, I think this was the poor choice to go with, but the oh. way they did it was all right. Like, like you said, it being the last second, the fact it was so physically easy, but, like, morally hard... Like the way they pulled it off in the scene was good. It just felt so out of place uh, for for everything. But is this like, when they go when they the go to space? They it. No, it's huh? when they're in the train station at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he breaks Zod's yeah, yeah, neck. Yeah. I I think that there was a funny a funny thing was like they went into space <laughs> during their fight. Zod and Superman. Oh yeah, they and they land back and, in and the they same land place. in the same town. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. How, what are the odds? <laughs> were they aiming? I mean, they were... same with same with Amy Adams when she goes up into space with Superman, and then she land and she takes the pod back to Earth. She lands back in the cornfield. I know what. What are in the Kansas. odds? Were they aiming for in their... the middle of nowhere as of a, Kansas, as, a, as opposed to like the move the gravity? Yeah. Where Sandra Bullock, oh. Sandra Bullock lands in like Thailand or some other an Asian country. Oh, Joseph, what a good comparison! It, oh I, my I did God. think it was funny when when they were uh, when the Earth terraformer machine lands in like the Indian Ocean. I was expecting the one of the American generals to go, "Oh, thank God, it's in India." <laughs> <laughs> That's someone else's problem now. <laughs> but no, you got you got they're on the opposite ends of the Earth. Yeah, it's in Metropolis. Yeah. Which I forgot about until like the last time I watched this movie because I watched it just before we recorded again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, probably. oh yeah, it's not New York. And I'm like, that's it's right. Metropolis. It's Metropolis. Yes, the name Metropolis is not said in the movie. That's true. Really? Yeah. At all? 
It's not. What? I don't think. Nope, so. I it mean, is. at least at least it's, sworn. It I is. mean, not not as often. It's not like so obvious. Like, welcome to the city of Metropolis. Like, it's not. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not so. Well, obvious. You think it's New York? You know, like yeah. a real movie. It's, yeah. it's just there. It's not constantly I mean, said. It's kind of like it's in the subtleties of the movie, which I mean, mm-hmm. there are like there are so there's there are subtleties and there are subtleties to be had that they didn't like take. Like when oh. when they're in Antarctica and you see Henry and you see Superman Clark Kent as like one of the workers mm-hmm. on this on this like government Outfit, yeah. site. Yeah. You just see him in the like he just like is in the scene for like a second. Yeah. Like a Joe Schmo. Yeah. I thought that worked. I like that. Yeah. Um, it was really like that. really cool. Speaking of subtleties they didn't take up on, there there's one girl in the military. Um, that they show uh, a yes, lot, yes, yes, but yes, only yes. so she can like ask a question at one point. But like, <laughs> is it the, is that the very end where he's where she says Superman is hot? I thought so. I'm pretty sure she, it's a her. different girl. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, because the one of the times I watched this, I paid attention to her a lot because I thought she was the little girl on the bus oh. at the beginning that got a, like a cut above her left eye. And so I was trying to see if that scar was there. Mm. Like the Very little girl and the milk. adult good enough, like close enough that they could have easily done that as like a subtle nod. Yeah. But that would have been, instead, maybe that's in the director's cut. Missed opportunities. <laughs> Release the Snyder cut. Where's the butthole cut? I, 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 <laughs> I'm talking about Man of Steel. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I think. Uh, I mean, I don't know what else to talk about about Man of Steel. I mean, I we could go on oh, for hours, so but let's so let's get into uh, unless unless anybody has anything to complain about. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not complaining. I liked it. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I, you know, Can I, I say something I did like? Yes, sure. please. It's so like, please. I was super into their tech. Like, I liked how it was futuristic, but retro in the sense that, like, that there's two main things they didn't have. They, for one, didn't have color. Everything was mono. Yeah, no screens. For their screens. Yeah. Which was Uh-oh. cool. It's a really cool way to make something futuristic while also seeming like it evolved from a different uh, race because mm-hmm. it, it lacks. And then, um, they didn't have copy paste. Like they, they couldn't just copy the codex. <laughs> it was literally on a skull of yeah. some Neanderthal. Yeah, that was that was that was interesting. The 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 Neanderthal skull. Yeah, which I'm sure would have been explained in a future movie. It's my great 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 grandfather's skull. Yeah, I bet it was a skull from the Martian oh. ancient ancestors. You make up a great point. So th- this is what I love about Man of Steel. Like, Wait, I, hold on a second. <laughs> you hated the movie. No, I, I did. Well, I did, but I didn't. So it brought up great questions of how a realistic Man of Steel. Uh, this isn't a Superman movie, by the way. This is an alien invasion movie. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Right. You know what I'm talking about. This is an alien invasion movie. And so... I would have loved that if this movie was less about Superman and more just about the Kryptonians, you know, if it was just an original IP, I think this movie would have been amazing. Sure. Exactly. That's that's how they would have phoned in a bunch of old stuff that they felt like they had to the reverse engineering. That's the thing. I I took the movie in as that exactly what you just said is it's its own standalone thing. And I will 
politely ignore the fan service that goes along with it. Wow, I, you know, I, I've, I've completely done a 360 after this discussion. A, one, you, a 180? You mean 180? No, 360. You end up at the same place so you're if you do a 360. And you're still mad and hate it. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Preach, Milk. Because I've done a 360. You know, I really <laughs> like that's good. And now I'm like, wow, I still hate this movie. I get I, it. So anyways, <laughs> let, let, let's get into ratings. If you will. Okay. I, I got nothing else to say. All right, cool. Uh, let's go into ratings. One out of five, Milk. I don't know if you're familiar, um, but uh, let's go with Pete first. Oh, gosh. We have to rate this movie? Yeah, there's only one right answer. Uh, the right answer is the one that I'm going to give. <laughs> um, I'd say this is, oh, uh, gosh. Mm, I'd say this is three and a half for me. Three and a half. Yeah, very, very, wow. very fun. Um, not as deep as anything. I like didn't. I didn't get learn any life lessons from this. I didn't. <laughs> it's no like Batman Begins. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. But no. Um, the things I really enjoyed about it, and and besides the surface level, very well, uh, very well made uh, movie, a very well uh, crafted CGI. I mean, some of the stuff was a little bit weird and stilted, but I think it held up pretty good um, for being my first viewing. I liked that it felt like a groundwork movie for a lot of the newer superhero stuff, like all the like the weird interdimensional um, um, invasion stuff from the Avengers Vulture. series. Yeah, that that seemed like it took a big page out of this. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, some of the bad guys in the Guardians of the Galaxy and the tech they used seemed like sure. they took a page out of this movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, Henry Cavill... Basically yeah. naked, yeah, yeah. Walking around with his naked. walking around with his pecs like he doesn't know he's hot soup. <laughs> um, I mean, it was there was some really good stuff. Uh, I really enjoyed it a lot. I think it's uh, I'd recommend it to people. I'm not a huge superhero movie guy in general, but I saw um, a lot of like strong Nolan vibes out of it. And, yeah, and sure. I and I dig I dig that aspect. Plus, the entire time I was thinking, this has got to be Hans Zimmer. It's got to be Hans Zimmerman. <laughs> and sure, sure enough, at the very end, I waited for the credits, and it was Hans Zimmerman. Yeah. Hans Zimmerman. <laughs> uh, Tyler? Uh, so I give this movie, after this discussion, because when I watched this movie today, I was uh, infuriated. <laughs> I was angry. I'm upset! I was upset. <laughs> but after this discussion, it, it kind of brought a new light. And so... <laughs> I was going to give this a one out of five. Oh, my God. Jesus. But I'm giving it a three out of five after this discussion. Oh, hey, wow. We're doing some good in the world. So, <laughs> so, so and uh, let me give a brief uh, description why I'm giving it a three out of five. Is this because the the uh, CGI was incredible? There is a lot of man hours going into the CGI. Uh, as much as I don't like Henry Cavill... I can't see him not being Superman. He's the dude. He is the Superman. You know, like I read the I read the new Fifty Two comics. Like I've read the Silver Age <laughs> Superman comics. We all know what that is, as we all have. Well, our listeners will know. Uh, <laughs> and so, Henry Cavill is Superman. It's either him or Joe Manganiello. Okay. Oh, well, that's let's, interesting. Well, let, well, from Magic Mike, we'll not get into a that. senior it, Superman. It, I don't want to get into the, that right. one. But um, so, uh, 
three out of five. Um, stylistically, Zack Snyder has a vision. Um, he does. He's not good at writing. He's he's not good at any of the other things that um, uh, come with uh, making movie, movie a movie. Making. But when you know you see three hundred, you see uh, the uh, Man of Steel. You see Sin City. Uh, Sin City. Like he has a vision, and you, you can't deny that. And also, I appreciate the fact that they took on the undertaking of making Superman realistic, much like Smallville, the uh, CBS series, uh, tried to do. And so uh, Man of Steel, three out of five. I think it could have been better, but <laughs> I also think it could have been worse. How about milk? Milk, please. Oh, I'm going to give this two symbols of hope out of S. Just... <laughs> Oh, I, oh no! So two. Is this, is this two out of five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, milk. Just, it was very clear that so much of this was like an alien invasion movie in a sure. time that Hollywood wouldn't greenlight that. So so many enthusiastic people about that writing had to retrofit it into a Superman movie that just <laughs> they had to. They were financially huge, obligated to. It's this Frankenstein of like good things <laughs> and bad things that like could have worked on their own, but just so hashed together that it a monster. And the only reason I, I go to two instead of one is because oh there were God. some radically cool ideas mm -hmm. that could have been better on its own IP as well as some cool Superman ideas if it just played more to, to Superman that there were scenes that were really well written and, and like filmed and everything almost made but for a trailer. A lot of those best scenes. Yeah. They, they seem so separate and disconnected from the actual story and, and plot. None of the good things about this movie connect to each other. There are all these just good islands in just an ocean of piss. <laughs> ocean of piss. I love it. Hey, um, uh, piss, piss ocean is actually the name of William Murderface's uh, side project in Metalocalypse. Well, then, oh, no, yeah, it's going to be on infomercials. So. Yeah. Oh, right. awesome. I love it. Piss ocean. Um, I, I, we particularly enjoy the episode, uh, the girl with, with no butthole. Oh yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> Subtitle. How does she poop? Joseph, let, let's hear how much you hated this. How, how low of a rating you get. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, milk. Um, I uh, do not hate this movie. I I don't love this movie, but at this, I I do really do enjoy this movie. I liked it the first time I saw it. Um, I stand by my my. Do you see this movie in theaters? Yeah. <laughs> We're recording a podcast. Yes, Tyler. Have you listened to the show? <laughs> I, I drift in and yes, out. Tyler. I saw this movie in theaters, and my as. I will repeat my initial reaction after watching in theaters was I would like to watch this movie again in theaters. Again I, and again. Did you I, watch just the one time though? I did not go back and see it in theaters, but my initial reaction was I would like to see that again. Hell yeah. You're uh, gassed up. I, yeah, like, it, I had a movie high. Does that happen often for you? Like, is there a lot of movies you've like wanted to watch immediately after or again? There in are theaters? certain movies, yes, that I wanted to watch immediately after. The uh, Lighthouse. The Lighthouse, yes. Interstellar, 
Yes. Oh, yeah. Anderson. This one, yeah. yes. The Garfield movie. Yeah, the Garfield movie. <laughs> um, Repo, the genetic opera. Yeah. yeah. Right. Hey, that's the sec- second week in a row. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Um, Cloverfield. Um, oh. Cloverfield, I do really enjoy Cloverfield. I do. Yeah, it does. Um, Lady Bird, the day after, I was like, I really want to watch Lady Bird again. I uh, saw Jurassic World twice on opening night. <laughs> So um, I feel that the dark. Man. I saw the Dark Knight three times in oh, theaters. Yes. Oh um, shit! Are you serious? In general, opening night. Like, how close are we talking? Um, this I, is important. I don't remember exactly how close okay. they were. Probably like at least within the month. What okay, the so not fuck? Same time. <laughs> um. So at least at least once per week. <laughs> um, That's awesome. So, 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 so Man of Steel. Okay, we're talking about Man oh, of Steel. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Out of five. It's so hard to get away from it. Man of Steel is a three and a half movie for me. I, oh, okay. I really Not do en- enjoy this movie. I was thinking about a four, honestly. I was yeah, teetering te- 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 on a four there. also. I was, I'm like, I, oh, I'm like almost a four, but it's almost offensive. There are, to, there are, even here. There is. You would shut give up, up Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck you. But there is a lot of like really cheesy writing in the movie, especially in the second half. Um, yeah. especially with Lois Lane's character, which I can agree. I'm like, not really the biggest fan of like Amy Adams portrayal of her character. They never built her up for anything. Every line she had was a different direction. It seemed it was, it was kind of strange. She just had a bunch of one liners that were really bad. Yeah. She, she was only she there really, for exposition. She really did seem like, like three different characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And for I, only I, being on screen so many times. Yeah. Sorry. I really wasn't sure about her. Um, but um, her best uh, movie with aliens is Arrival. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. um, but this is a three and a half movie because Henry Cavill is the best Superman, and this is the best iteration of a Superman movie, in my opinion. And it was the first half, definitely with I mean anything with with Jarrell or his with Jonathan Kent, uh, Kevin Costner was really like it really pulled the emotions out of me mm-hmm. more sure. than I remember when I first watched it. You know, I'm gonna agree with you too because I have a lot of daddy issues, and I you know, I was <laughs> choked up when I was hearing that you're my son, you are my son, and it was I love this movie and. And and especially even after post Jonathan Kent, after he was uh, twisted up, um, <laughs> when it's just when it's just when it's just Clark Kent and Diane Lane, and he he tells her that he found his family, he found his parents, and she's like kind of excited for him, but she knows that like like that's like she, it's like she almost like loses her son. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh, it was very there's some good emotional stuff in there when right. they're not punching each other with trains. That's true. Yeah, very emotional. And I the one part that I thought was kind of interesting was when when Zod first arrived to Earth yeah. and he has like a pre-edited video of like you are not alone. And oh, he, that was so good. I know it was good. It was a good visual thing, but I'm like, yes. who edited this video? Yeah. <laughs> It was the girl. It was no. It was the eight foot freak who he was like. Uh, he was I don't Final, know. He's in Final Cut Pro Seven. He's like, <laughs> you are not alone. <laughs> let's, let's put a heavy distort and grunt filter on this. Yeah, awesome. I mean, yeah. all sans serif fonts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I mean that whole. I mean, it was a really good scene. Just like very good sequence. It was very creepy sound and sure. like an eerie scene. And um, it was kind of like Cloverfield esque. Like yeah, it was, especially yeah. when the, when yeah. the alien arrives and like this 
the the all the news like like crashes, the power goes out and all that stuff. Yeah, no, that was very well there, done. Very something well really done. big about that scene I noticed in all of the movie before that, they like zoomed in on random little things. I was like, what the like why the fuck are they doing this and then it made sense they did that just so it wouldn't seem out of place when they zoomed in on clark like opening the door and his hand just to drive in the point that everything changed as soon as he opened the door the sound Mm. and they never did a weird zoom in after that that's true nice nice catch but yeah three and a half out of five for me so we go to the wheel yes man of Steel. And that's the end of the Man of Steel saga. Yeah, great. What, oh, what a great discussion. I still don't understand why people don't like it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, well, <laughs> thank I, you I could go on hours for it, but thank you for subjecting me to this. I'm I wouldn't have watched it otherwise, most likely. And uh, we're so Man of Steel's off the wheel. What are you going to re- replace with your selection? Uh, I'm going to go opposite big blockbuster and go with mid '90s Jonah Hill's directorial debut. Starring, oh, actually, mid '90s. Mid '90s, starring Sonny Soljic, uh, also known as uh, Loki from God of War, the video game. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so mid '90s. Wow. Oh wait, can I add something to the wheel by chance? Yeah, is, we, is this- we, yes. ha- we have a um, we have a uh, a fan pick slot. We have two of them. Uh, what what movie do you have? Uh, I. Uh, we started to get really torn because we, I mentioned Pokemon, but I'm going to stick to my roots with this one. Uh, Kablooey. That was the one I came in thinking. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Wait. Uh, quick, quick band meeting. That's Qu- the movie? Kablooey. Quick band meeting. Are we okay to put Kablooey on the actual wheel? I don't know. What is Kablooey? It's a, I, I've never it's heard of it. It's a movie I've been wanting to watch for years. All right. Uh, so, Kablooey. 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 I, 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 okay, I'll, I'll spell it as... Best as K-A-B-L-E-Y. I can. K-A-B-L-U-E-Y. K-A-B-L-U-E-Y. And I'm picking mid-90s because, God damn it, I want to watch this movie. Yeah, I haven't seen this one either, so um, this will be another one. I'm glad you forced me to watch. <laughs> okay, I'm racing one of the fan picks. And this is oh, just so kind of done on the fly. Deal. We haven't really consulted or talked about this. You, um Last time we had a call-in guest was just a short one, was Michael St. Michaels from the Greasy Strangler. And uh, he chose Brazil to go on the wheel. Happened to be a, a fan pick as well, so it worked out really well. Um, Kablooey, I think, would fit really well. Kablooey. Tell us about Kablooey, Milk. Oh, it's it's actually been a long time since I've seen it, but um, it's, uh, it's just such an odd movie about this guy just trying to figure out his place in life and just having like bad situation after bad situation. Oh, it happen. sounds like my like, real life right not, now. But the thing is, is none of them are like devastatingly bad. It's just like very mundane bad things and just mundanely bad situations. But besides when the kids try to feed him thumbtacks. Um, <laughs> so it's very easy to relate. It's like as much as like so relatable to my real life get, right now. It, it's so relatable in, in the sense that like nothing's too far out. I it didn't get too popular. I think because there was nothing pushing borders. It, it's a drama comedy. Nothing's too funny. Nothing's too Dramedy. dramatic. It's very plain, but the, there's little twists about like him being stuck in this suit and uh stuck in life not like physically stuck in the suit so it just kind of leads to 
a nice little break from your own problems uh-huh. to seeing something very, it's like listening to a friend complain about their life, but it's very well filmed. The color direction is really thought out. Right. It's, cool. It's visually appealing for being such a like lackluster movie. Right. Um, Fair enough. And we, I love it. <laughs> nice. Cool. So you're going to, we're going to subvert one of the fan choices uh, instead of being being put in the hat for the fan selections, it'll go out. Take that, act, fans. An actual wheel slot, yeah. <laughs> um, um, okay, so we're gonna. I'm gonna recap what's on the wheel. Joseph, you mind holding this for me when I spin this? Holding uh, what? The actual base. Like, oh, this? yeah, either one. Uh, Kablooey is Milk's choice. Mid '90s, Joseph. Last black man in San Francisco from Joseph. Fan selection: Super Mario Brothers from Tyler. The Fifth Ugh. Element from Pete. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Um, American Psycho from Tyler, Birdman from Pete, and that is it. So we're only gonna... seen one of those movies, two of those movies. All right. <laughs> so we're going to give this a, a good spin, and it's going to select our movie that we're going to watch next week. Here we go. On American Psycho. Go. I, I don't get a third pick. No. I, I'm past my two-term limit. Oh, it's a fan choice. Tyler, Tyler are, you, are you ready with the, the fan list? Yeah, I got the list oh, right in front wait, of me. I need to send it an email. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to stack the deck. Yeah, right. I'm going to put Pokemon in as a fan submission. Okay, po- po- Pokemon so Go. I like Detective Pokemon Pikachu. Movie. So oh, the Pokemon movie. Oh, the, all right. okay. So let me go over the fan list. We have uh, Poseidon Adventure, Atonement, Ricky O. Well, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, that's off. That's, that's off. Uh, that's that. off. So that. uh, we don't have that. Primer Control with a K. <laughs> Amores Peros. Amores Peros. Yeah, I don't, I don't that's know. That's streaming I, somewhere. Or somewhere. Yeah, I, I don't know. And so uh, uh, Society Under oh. the Silver Lake. Yes. Society. A Ghost Story. The Last Starfighter. Bad Girls. Elysium. Bad girls? Bad girls. Who selected bad girls? I never remember that one. Uh, the the famous uh, beers books uh, store in Sacramento. When was that? Just uh, like, when was that chosen? Uh, well, don't don't worry. You about can't just it. add shit to the <laughs> list and no not way. tell us about well, it. Well, I did tell you about it. Don't worry about I it. I don't remember this. Right. Don't worry about it. Bad girls from bad beers girls. books. Elysium. Beers books. Yes. Okay, are these it. just Instagram messages you're getting and not no, telling us? No, it's not. I, I can't believe you haven't even heard of Beer's books. No, anyway, no, I'm not talking about I've heard about of that. Beer's books. Okay, continue. Elysium. Okay, Elysium, Cat in the Hat. Uh, where, the, where are these selections coming from? <laughs> from fans. <laughs> where, that, where, you got to tell us. You got to tell us about they this. They don't sound like fans if they're giving you some of these suggestions. Yeah, no, exactly. Then, no, they're they, like enemies. They're enemies. <laughs> no, they are fans. They just are uh, giving us Where a, are these from? So, Fanemies. <laughs> okay, so Cat in the Hat, the live action version. The Gentleman. Holes. The Gentleman. Wait, that was, what? That was Garrett's. Garrett, oh, Garrett oh, did write it. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Stitt. Uh, uh, Holes. Uh, Double Jeopardy. Raising Cane. Footloose. What? All right, we're gonna and, have a band. Uh, we're gonna have a band meeting band after this. Meeting after that. What is going on here? Well, they, 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 there's like seven of these I've never even heard of. Guys have heard of it. No, we haven't. I have heard of it. I've told you many times. And then Kablooey by Milk. No, no, no. Kablooey's on the wheel. So take it off Kablooey the wheel. Kablooey is on the wheel. Okay. Well, so let's take that off the real list. So cough, give, cough. Give, okay, me, so, give me a, num- a number of how many there are. So there is uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, great eight, pod. nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> Quality radio. 
I listen to accounting podcasts where that's all they do. So, so yeah, there's <laughs> there's 19 selections on the fan list. Okay, here we go. 19 choices. Counting Pokemon, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, minimum one. Actually, you'll put zero. Okay, so we're going to do a random number from one to 19. Number 16, Tyler, what is that? Count it from the top. <laughs> you should really number these on yeah. your list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gave Tyler this? Or just holes. preload them into a random Holes, 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 holes. Starring who, wait, Shia wait, LaBeouf. Wait, wait. Who, 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 like, who selected holes? Wait, that, was our, that was our fan. Uh, uh, who, the, what the, fan? The lovely Sabrina. What the? Sabrina never wrote into the show. Hey, well, she wrote into me. And you gotta, we're, we're, I'm about to do a fucking coup on this <laughs> list. We're gonna dethrone you, taking like, over no, the list, like cat, like no, a there's Zod. A, there's, there's not, there's nothing like that. It, she, she wanted, she wants to hear holes reviewed. That's fine. Tell by her to write into the Sabrina. I know you're not listening to this. Write into the god, goddamn show if you <laughs> want your movie. She did. She did write so, into so how, the show. How come we didn't hear it on air? You guys did. No, I, we didn't. I, I, no, it we was didn't. many episodes ago. No, it I wasn't. Know. I, I re-listened to all the episodes for congruency many times, <laughs> and she did not. I guarantee it. Well, so she wants to hear holes uh, reviewed by us. Hold on, I'm going to pull a Trump. All right, pull it up. Pull it up. Pull up the email. Well, there's no email. It, she, she, she told you in, in the wee morning hours. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it was it was five that's o'clock. Not, it was that's five, not how this works, Tyler. Is that, well, I didn't know the rules, uh, so you got to read the email. You send the email or the in, or send oh, the message so, in, and then we get we read oh, it on is, the air. Okay, so is that? I didn't know if that's how it worked. Uh, so you can't just hear people on the street hey, telling wait, you movies. If you're going to make rules, shouldn't you make it like public submission? Get that's that good SEO going. Public submission. Yeah, I, well, on, I read get, on the I, air. Okay, so I guess I misunderstood the rules, but it doesn't matter. The wheel okay, have chose right, retroactively. Can you read the DMs or the Messages? Yeah, read the message. I want to hear the message. The, the message for what? If there was a message. For there- any of the additional. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, there was no message. Well, I then was then just why is it on the list? Because I was asking everyone <laughs> in my life what, what they want to hear this reviewed. Not, this is not people in Tyler's life's pick. This is fan picks. Oh, well. Right into the goddamn show. MCSE podcast at <laughs> gmail.com. Well, they, they. Or middle class Instagram at middle class. At middle class, class, class on okay, Instagram. Okay, well, so. I, Get I, good. I, Sign I, up I, for Instagram. Send Tyler a message. It doesn't matter. The wheel has picked. All right, fine. This is, the la- this is the last super secret bullshit choice it that we're doing. Super secret, okay? If it, if I, it was, you said, you said <laughs> yourself just a second ago, we, you, I told you many times. You've told us zero times <laughs> until this episode that Holes was on that goddamn list. Okay, look, so I was just... I needed I, to prepare myself for Holes. I mean, honestly, like, I could have been asking... Come uh, on, man, this is funny stuff, I could have been... I, I could have been... I, I was asking gas station clerks... I don't want gas station clerks' opinions. <laughs> I like the faithful listeners to this GD show. Well, that's not what I understood. That we, we have... We're on not at the same page. I, I was asking random people off the street, you know, uh, I, I, you know, D U double L. You're so, giving the wheel more room to grow. Well, so I was just asking. It's so <laughs> milk. If you can understand, I was asking people in my life, cashiers, yeah. servers, you know? 
what have you? I was like, you're expanding the destiny of the wheel. I, I was listen, just, I was just asking. Listen, Tyler, Tyler talks all the time off air. This is, I'm, we're pulling the curtain back right now. We're gonna go full exposure. Oh, we're okay, okay. <laughs> let's the curtain do is that. Gone. I've vaporized it's the curtain. Been, it, it's been ripped off. <laughs> the, sec- the second we leave this room, we sit down and we're talking about what we want to eat for dinner. And Tyler goes, "We need to be recording this. This needs. We need to record this. This is good stuff. People need to hear this." Okay, That's the true. podcast doesn't exist outside of this room, all right? <laughs> My life doesn't matter if it's not being listen, recorded. Listen, if you if if you want to do Tyler and Comrades and do your own it's podcast. Tyler and Company. That's fine. That's fine. I'll That's be on that. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Milk, can, you will be on that show. Can, I promise you that. We can argue the tenets of communism and how it's worked so many times throughout history mm. on, on that show. And you can ask gas station attendants and people that are serving <laughs> oh you pancakes God. at Denny's on Sunday mornings about what show, what movie they want us and to watch. And the endless mimosas. Don't forget or, that. Or we can listen to our faithful listeners who download week after week. One of those, one of those makes sense. <laughs> yes. So anyways, we're going to watch We're holes. watching Holes. We're going to watch Holes, apparently. <laughs> Sabrina, this is nothing against you. Uh, I really, I, I'm fine with watching Holes. Shia LaBeouf's early stuff, I'm cool with that. It's just a matter of how we arrived I'm just very at watching surprised. Holes. I'm very surprised that there was an extra, like, five movies on that list that I'd never oh, yeah, heard of no, before. I, 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 so Streaming it, on Disney+. Plus. So for so for our hosts and listeners, I misunderstood. <laughs> I was, I, I've been asking random people off the street and people I run into, what would what movie would you want to hear reviewed? And that's what I was going off of. Are they you do li- give them links to the show at least, right? Are they going to so listen to our show? And hear it reviewed? Yeah, are they downloading uh, and are they are they leaving a positive five-star review on iTunes? Eh, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. It, it, was just, it, was, <laughs> I, it was just more so that I was just like asking people, what movie do you want to hear reviewed? Regardless if they listen to the show. Like, I, I don't know. So are you the way you are? So, so <laughs> listeners, if you want to submit a movie, do it in the comments of a five-star review on yes. iTunes. Yes. That's the only yes. way to get it in. You, you got to go. do, go. do it that way. So anyway. Leave us a five-star on iTunes. Tell us what movie you want us to review. Oh, I'm or, doing downloading iTunes now just to submit something, or just oh, or yeah. just flag down Tyler when he's buying cigarettes at the liquor store and tell him, tell him what bullshit movie you want us to watch. Like, oh, <laughs> well, there, there's Tyler. Uh, hey, I want to, I want, I want this movie reviewed on a show I never listened to. I'm like, okay, I'm adding you to the list. Hashtag waste his time. 2020. It's not wasting my time <laughs> because I am more often than not, I'm always getting in a 20 minute conversation oh, with anyone uh, with I the watch movie. The last star Starfighter from Daryl. I don't well, know. I don't know. I don't even know who this Sabrina is. She it, may not even exist. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm, I'm done. The lovely Sabrina. <laughs> she doesn't exist. Okay. Mil- Milk, I really appreciate your time on here. You've been a, a just a just a, a breath of fresh air. That's true. Oh. <laughs> it's almost like when you brush your teeth. You know, you, you have milk on And then the, you inhale you real hard. I base my personal value on breath analogies and teeth analogies. So this means a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, man. So we'll, we were going to we're gonna uh, sign off for this one. And what, what episode is this? Episode 47. Okay. We're close to the 50 mark. Until next. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Oh. Give, us, give us a plug one more time, Milk, for uh, Nymphomercial. Oh, yeah, Nifomercial. It's available on all your usual streaming platforms. Uh, it's the uh, comedic hentai review show that reviews it both uh, regrettably and enthusiastically. And I forgot <laughs> my own tagline. Um, you don't, you don't also, have to regret watching hentai. I'm with yeah. you. 
Also, I'm the producer on another podcast that most people don't like called Radio Flom. With two M's, F-L-O-M-M. Yep, and radio is spelled kind of funny. So just search by Flom. You'll find it, maybe. Flomcast. Nope. Radio <laughs> Flom. That's what, that's what I call it. Oh, <laughs> Flomcast is is old, and we have hidden the, the oh, remains that's, of that's what actual it thing. Be. That was what it was called yeah, before? That, uh, well, so that was our first podcast project, uh, and things happened. Uh, and now Radio <laughs> Flom is here, and it's completely different. Um, All right. But... Yeah, Flomcast, you can still find it on our SoundCloud. It's archived, but, you know. <laughs> Beautiful, man. I'm only on one season of it, so does it really, is it worth listening to? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Radio Flom is where it's at. Okay, you're yeah. worth listening to, honestly. Yes. Oh, thank you. All right, man. All right, so until next time, um, when we review Holes, the apparent listener slash Tyler's girlfriend's review pick, <laughs> um, available on Disney+. Plus. Let's watch it. Listen along as we watch Shia LaBeouf. Dig some holes. Dig some holes and sprout some pubes. Wait, <laughs> holes isn't a hentai? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and until next time, also tune into Nymphomercial starring a uh, friend of the show, Milk, and uh, get yourself learned on some manga and some hentai. Send us an email on gmail, mcfcpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash mcfcpodcast. And follow Tyler on Instagram at Middle Class Film Class and send him your official, guaranteed, actual one of a kind movie selections. Yes, that he will read on air as they arrive. Surprise. That's true. I, I will read them. And uh, yeah, I, I send send us your hate mail too. I want to see some hate. We want some streaming pics. We want some, you know, what do you think about communism? How'd you like? How'd you like milk on the show? All that good stuff. Nice. Yes. I need this so bad. <laughs> yeah, he needs a he needs a boost of self esteem. Uh, so until next time, we'll see you next week. Thank you. See you later. Yeah, Stoker. I barely know her.